0: My name is Peter Davison, I played the Fifth Doctor, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls.
1: This is Jennifer Hale, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And um I should go. Hello! I just,
2: I just want to say hello to the Five Ish fangirls. Right? No, no, that's wrong. I want to say to the hello to the
3: Five-ish
2: fangirls. Yes, that's right. Yes. Is it? Yes, that's yes. correct. Autographs. Anyway, that's hello.
3: Hello. Hello. hello.
2: Hello, hello, hello. That's five hellos to the five fish-ish uh, fangirls. Bye.
3: This is Sophie Aldred, who was Ace in the series Doctor Who. The five-ish fangirls podcast. No, hang on a minute. The five fish. No, Sylvester's done that one already. Five fish fangirls podcast. The five-ish fangirls. Podcast. No, no, no. Hang on a minute. Hang on. The five-ish fangirls podcast you are listening to the tangents and squee will continue
4: hello out there my friends it is i hondo onaka now you know what to do you must tune in to my favorite podcast the five ish fangirls otherwise there could be consequences hey this is lou Mangello from wdw radio and you're listening to the five ish fangirls podcast let's do this This
3: is Paul McGann and
0: you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Ellis George, I play Courtney Woods and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. This is Caitlin Blackwood, I played Young Amelia Pond on Doctor Who. And you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. Hi,
4: I'm carol Ford. I played Susan in Doctor Who. And uh, I've been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And it's absolutely amazing. So goodbye everybody and it's been fun talking to you.
0: Five-ish Fangirls, I love you. And I'm one of the five-ish. In fact, I'm the biggest one of the five-ish. I am the 6th Dr. Colin Baker, and I wish you all well. Have fun.
2: And as we continue all the way to episode 400 of the 5-ish fangirls podcast, how did we get here? I have no idea what's going to happen during this episode. I also have no idea. This is going to be lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like a video for the virtual table and see who joined us this week.
1: This is Brittany. Video.
2: This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City.
1: This is Holly from Wisconsin
2: and this is rachel in indianapolis indiana hello everyone
3: hey everybody
2: off chance anyone is catching this live we're live on facebook and i'm actually live on my instagram where i don't think anybody's watching either but it looks really impressive on my side i got a couple computers i got my phone (laughs) mounted i got a light going Nice. nice it looks really good is anybody gonna see it i have no idea so but anyway so yeah
3: 400
2: episodes and we're we're flying by the seat of our pants on this so uh
4: but it's really hard to decide how do you celebrate 400 and in a way that you haven't done before and that is interesting and, and it's six you know, days, before it's days before Christmas. Six Christmas, everybody <laughs> is up to their knees in holiday preparations, or just you know, conked out and not going to be conscious until after New Year's. So we're just like, eh, we're just gonna, we're just mm-hmm. gonna gather and have some fun. Pretty
2: yeah. much. Pretty much.
4: So. Hey, that's better. Turn
2: off but my dad. Uh, yeah, we couldn't have a party without uh, some some party crashers although they were invited so (laughs) it's really considered crashing so (laughs) joining us from across the pond where it's the middle of the night but he's always on america time is our friend dj nick
0: Hey everybody! <laughs> yes. hi, Nick. Hey, hey Nick. everybody! Everybody! Uh, thank you so much for having me on and making me like the official uh, party crasher, I guess at this point. Then because yeah. <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping I'd just kind of like hop on, saying, "Ah, oh, I'm here." You know, you didn't invite me, but I'm here anyway. But <laughs> yeah. but, but here and
2: I then, am. Yeah. He's in the room, but not officially part of the show. But Chauncey's hey, right Jackie. behind me. So
4: <laughs> hi, Chauncey.
2: I guess if he really wanted to, he could watch it on the Facebook Live, which would be really weird with the time delay. But hey, whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that'd be something. That'd be something. But, anyways, congrats on reaching 400 episodes, guys! It's yeah.
3: Thank you.
1: Oh, yeah, thank I'm you. I am blown away
0: by the fact you've reached such a lofty number. You know, in such a kind of brief space of time, it's insane.
2: Uh, I mean, I would say brief space of time, but we're at <laughs> eight and a half years
3: so <laughs> fair
4: and, enough you know, yeah. you know, honestly I, I think like you know to me the year 2000 is still like five years ago so <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I realized, oh it's actually been 20 years like you know I get this little this little post from uh, like because I follow Weta Workshop and they're like hey it's been 20 years since the two towers came out and I'm like no it hasn't oh
1: yeah, yes. it has.
4: Gonna, the fact
1: that we're
2: the fact that we're going to be doing talking about Return of the King during the twentieth anniversary yeah, is
0: exactly. on, on
2: gold standard. Is kind
4: of nuts. <laughs> so, it's
0: ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Well, how things
4: like that work out. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies, we do
2: have a few trailers to discuss. Uh, and really that's kind of it news wise but uh you know are not uh, they're making sure all the people that are going to the movie theater to go see avatar way in the water have some mm-hmm. trailers to watch beforehand uh so we've got uh our first official trailer for spider-man across the spider verse
3: mm-hmm. which
2: you know it looks just like the previous movie so of course yep. it looks really good i not mm-hmm. up on my spider-man lore so i'm having again like with a lot of things comic book related relying on other people to point out easter eggs and references because some of the spider-man i don't recognize are like this one's from the playstation game i'm like okay if you say so <laughs> but uh yeah it it looks like it's gonna be at the very least visually entertaining, just like the first one was, so
4: which which is still the selling point of of those movies. I mean,
3: mm-hmm.
4: I mean, the story yeah. is good. Story is solid, but it's that 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 animation style that everyone's like, ooh, it's it's awesome. It's amazing. No one's ever seen it before. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time, I think,
2: yep, um, and then. I've known this is coming and I've seen the few photos that have been released while they've been out and about filming out in public but now that we actually have like kind of a teaser because this is definitely a teaser for it I am like I'm in totally for this and it's the Barbie movie <laughs> yeah, it looks surprisingly Predator good looks I mean Barbie I'm... movie with Margot Robbie as yeah. Barbie and mm-hmm. I am Here it's really funny because I was at the gym yesterday and um, on one of the TVs, it was like the last 10 minutes of Birds of Prey. Um, so you know, you got Harley, you know, got Harley Quinn in there and in Birds of Prey, Mm -hmm. she's like zipping around on a pair of roller skates, beating people up like Harley Quinn does. And I've seen Birds of Prey and I really liked it, but it was just Mm -hmm. kind of funny to be like, she's gonna be playing Barbie. is that the same woman pun.
1: that's playing oh, that Barbie. That. Yeah, but
0: can can you imagine <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gosling as Ken? I should add. Yeah.
1: Well yeah, yeah. he looks like a Ken doll. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I uh, is, before the trailer yeah. came Good out, I was seeing job. behind the you know behind the scenes on set photos, you know, being posted on Tumblr. I'm like, hmm, okay, this is a thing. And I was seeing the trailer like this looks like it could be pretty dang good, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is surprising. Like, I have no me. idea what the plot is.
4: Yeah,
2: whatsoever.
4: Uh, I don't care. Say like <laughs> you know the Lego Movie really didn't have a plot until like you get to the very end, so it's more it might be in that kind of vein. But yeah, like I'm watching the trailer and and you know there's you know the, there's the little girls playing with the with the baby dolls and they're like you know. And then they make it sound like it's the worst thing ever. Like all oh, you had to play was baby dolls. I'm like, shut up! I like my baby. Want to walk? You just you, <laughs> you shut your damn mouth. So, I was
2: never a baby doll person. I had Barbies. So, <laughs> well, yeah.
4: I have like Barbies. They're too. speaking like, to me. Why can't? Like, why can't? Why not both? And then like, there's the giant Barbie, and then it's you know they they pan off or pan back. And uh and you know it's Margot Robbie. I mean, it took me a minute to realize who it was, and then she does this smile. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's a Barbie doll, in you know the nicest possible way for this. So I will. I am intrigued. I don't know that I will make it to the theater to because just with my life the way it is, it has to be something really, really spectacular to get me to the movie theater. Um, but I wouldn't mind checking it out on on DVD or streaming when it's. Is available, but you know. Then again, uh, I I kind of showed it to Lottie. Now she's gonna be three. Um, she was she she's she was more excited about the baby dolls.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) she's probably still a bit
4: young. (laughs) Yeah, I like this might be a bit young for you, but I just kind of wondered because Alex is very excited for the Mario movie, and it's like, well, maybe no, no, so. uh, but yeah, but no, it it should you know go see it if you're interested. It looks it looks like it'll be a, it'll if nothing else, it will uh, be a good topic of conversation.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a very weird year for movies next year if you think about it. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you have the Barbie movie, you've got the Joker sequel, which will be mm-hmm. a musical with Lady Gaga. You've got uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I
2: mean, it's going <laughs> to oh, be a gosh. very weird. Oh my! Oh, so, uh, so yeah, that's really kind of it. Uh, just a couple of trailers, and then, of course, uh, keeping up with the the housekeeping. We do have a a new Patreon supported episode of Gold Standard and the Patreon feed. So this month we did the Terminator because nothing says <laughs> Christmas like Schwarzenegger <laughs> with guns. Uh, uh, I guess
4: I guess it was that James Cameron connection with uh with his blue cat people
2: I guess
4: to, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I never I'm just glad that they avatar. requested
2: that and not the first <laughs> avatar. So Me too. <laughs> so
4: you want the first avatar, just go watch Pocahontas and imagine they're blue.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so
4: that's it. For dances yeah. with wolves. Which I've also
2: watched recently, so no thank
4: you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll go watch Fungoli, or something. There you go. There we go. I'll watch Fungoli. Yeah.
4: But <laughs> the, the 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 one good thing about heart coming out is is in some comment section on Facebook somewhere I called it "Dances with Smurf Gully Two: Wet and Wild," and everybody thought that was the most hilarious thing. I'm like, I've been calling it "Dances with Smurf Belly" since it came out. Mm-hmm. I just added the sequel part because why not?
2: Mm-hmm exactly yeah. exactly so well speaking of which we do have some feedback,
3: <laughs>
2: hey, hey, feedback. first up hey. from shalane hey. uh, she says uh let's start with the award season nominations i was right that black panther Wakanda forever is going to be nominated even though it's not nominated for best motion picture at the Golden globes uh, so, and i was right that avatar the way of the water was going to be nominated she's just she's on it also mm-hmm. for best animated feature i thought there wasn't going to be a disney or disney slash pixar film nominated after hearing lightyear and strange world flopped at the box office but they are good movies but i was wrong because turning red is the only disney slash pixar movie nominated yep also if you okay. remember the movie I'm missing I'm link kidding. yeah one best animated film with the Golden gloves and that flopped at the box office I guess she would know better than I did. I didn't see it, so I don't know. I'll take her word
4: for it. (laughs) a lot of animated movies are just getting put on streaming. I think I'm trying to remember. Maybe that was only. Feels like it was only a streaming one, but like they uh, release it in a few certain theaters, so it can get nominated for awards. Yeah, I've slept since then. Yeah, (laughs) I I
2: don't know. Or maybe I've not slept since then.
4: (laughs) animation with all the the, all the budget stuff with all the different studios it's really taken it in the teeth unfortunately but
3: yeah yeah it's
4: it's pricey to put together so we'll Mm -hmm. we'll see how uh how the future of animation goes in the next and then of course
1: most award shows don't like or nominate things that we like so there's that little yep peace and pie. <laughs> uh, very much give us people's choice any day of the week
2: <laughs> yep uh it's just a it's, I, I think she she made this comment tying into the fact that we were talking about there's not a whole lot of like toys and stuff for Andor. She it's just that with disney's strange world they have released toys and books and stuff so yeah that, that makes yeah. sense the animated stuff is always going to get toys and books
3: yeah
4: I see I've seen a few copies of like just picture books come through my library of of strange worlds and that's how I knew I was like oh yeah that was a thing because I never saw any advertising and I've heard like people mention it here and there but then I was like saw the books I'm like oh that's what this is about okay and then I just you know checked it in and filed it to get put away but it was just it was just kind of weird because I get a lot of um, just random, like, I mean, for when Netflix was doing all of their uh, shows, it was like, I would get these random, these books that are based on Netflix shows that I never heard of, but I it was a Netflix show because on the cover, there's a little
3: mm-hmm. sticker
4: that says based on the hit Netflix shows. It's like, this is a hit? Okay. And <laughs> then, you know, we put them with the books that go, because like, we have a section that's like favorite cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. So it kind of se- so they can so kids can find them. They're separate from the other picture books. But a lot of this stuff i would never heard of. And I got that feeling when I got the Strange Worlds book. And I was like, "This is Disney. This is animation. I should know about this." But this is the same as that random anthropomorphized truck show that's on Netflix that I got a gazillion, or, or you know, this I don't know what else. Or like you know, the generic fairy thing that's supposed to be a knockoff of Tinkerbell on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it was just so... It was weird to see something with with Disney on it and Disney animation that I'm like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what this is.
1: Purely because...
4: I, I mean, it's not like I, I'm not plugged in and I don't know.
1: But And, and it's a little surprising for Disney because usually they're out promoting the heck out of their current content to get rear ends and seats
4: especially Mm -hmm. about this time of year because people kids are out of school and Mm -hmm. you know this came out right before thanksgiving and they just nothing absolutely nothing they did it's like they they put all their effort into promoting black panther 2 and avatar 2 and this but it's like okay but those aren't necessarily for kids it's not necessarily family stuff Right. You know, usually there's at least one big animated or, you know, family movie around, you know, the holiday season, and this one was supposed to be it, and they just didn't care.
0: Uh, so was Lightyear heavily promoted at all over there?
4: It, it, yeah. I saw a lot of ads for it. I saw a lot of, um, I mean, like, again, the books come into the library, and we get them. Um, I feel like I saw a lot of YouTube ads. Like, my son watches a lot of YouTube. I feel like I saw a lot of clips for that. Um, and we, I mean, we didn't make it to go see it just because the summer was a little crazy. And and it didn't really, and like, once the reviews started coming out, it didn't feel like it was, you know, this is not the movie Andy would have seen to, like, be like, ooh, I love Lightyear. I want a Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. toy. And I'm like. No, that was called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. It was a really fun animated show
3: mm-hmm. that did
4: like in the early two thousands. That was the one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it was it was promoted a fair amount, a lot more than Strange Worlds was, though. Definitely,
0: I think that was the one that was promoted the most of the recent ones, anyway. Because over here, whenever mm-hmm. I went to see a certain movie in the theaters, that was the trailer that we got when it came to see when we did get the, the Strange Worlds. Um, trailer when i went to see i think it was black panther 2 i believe it was yeah i remember seeing
2: trailers for it yeah and when i
0: went to see black adam as well they were also yeah
4: uh, but i i did not see near as many ads like you know geared toward kids even as i did for Lightyear. so yeah when not you bring that up nick that's a good point and it's just it's funny they're being really weird about their animation lately and it's and i think even like like the normies are noticing it too because mm-hmm. people who don't really follow this stuff are kind of like that's weird it's a Disney movie but I didn't see anything for it and and it's kind of like yeah there are there are I, shenanigans afoot
0: <laughs> yeah I wonder whether they're trying to get the house of mouse back in in shape because the fact that they brought Bob Iger back in mm-hmm. and he has like only a two-year contract so there have been rumors about that. I mean, I don't know if you guys have, have talked about this at all, but apparently, I mean, this is one that is a pure speculation. Confirmed <laughs> that apparently they want Bob to bring bring you know, should we say Disney back in shape so they can mm-hmm. sell the company to somebody else. I
4: yeah. have heard that there are a lot of rumors. I've also heard a lot of rumors about that. There was the the CFO who was kind of in the back, of you know, pulling the strings, saying, "No, we got to get Chapek out of here because he's you know." You know, not playing ball with me, and I want to be in
2: charge, and it's a mess. It's a mess over there. And I, like, I like, there's people still not as messy I... as it is over at
0: DC. Oh, it yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, well,
3: War- Warner
0: Warner has literally gone the purge at this point. That's what yeah. they're doing. I mean, because now they've got gun on board with his mm-hmm. buddy. They're basically getting rid of everything, they're literally cleaning house completely because I guess they want to create the gun burst. Mm-hmm.
4: So uh-huh. this is, is yeah d c Warner Brothers, they, you know, they were hemorrhaging money before, and they like like their problems were very public. Like when they pushed through, oh, we need to get a justice league like right away, we you know, because Avengers was such a big deal. It's like, why can't we have Justice League? We need it right now. go, 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 go without you know the the, the build up and the and the care with it. Disney is very good at kind of masking. Their their problems, or you know, like you know, like hey, you know, this is an issue, but look, shiny object over here. Look at this
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: All the magic. All the magic. Pay attention and to the right hand,
1: not the pay left. Pay attention
4: to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Disney's reckoning is going to come. Um, it's just not as public, mm-hmm. and it is, and it might not even be noticed unless you are like really following all of these things going on. Um, So, so Warner Brothers, yes, absolutely. They are in a tailspin. I mean, if you need money, but you think that, you know, sending Henry Cavill packing, instead of casting him again for another Superman soft reboot, if you think that is a good financial decision, when I know so many people who would line up to see him in a decent Superman movie. Yeah, such a good Superman he just had mm-hmm. a crappy crappy movie um, I mean he gave with. up
1: he gave up Witcher well
4: Witcher there were other there were
1: there other, other circumstances. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and he's just
4: kind of like screw it I'm going to go do Warhammer which Warhammer uh,
1: my, well, my brother-in-law is, has it too he's yeah. supposed to be in considered for the lead for the Highlander reboot movie which yes uh yeah mm, yeah uh, uh, being yeah, a fan yeah. of the very first one it's just like okay need good scripts, need a little more premise I don't want to have a Highlander two where we have to do a renegade version to clear everything up and we aren't Hello. gonna speak about movie three yeah. <laughs> hey Jared
4: Jared Jared came in he heard me talking about Warhammer and, and Henry Cavill. <laughs> So he was like, I don't think you can hear him because I've got my earbuds. <laughs> but he was like, Oh, you're doing video? Yes. So, um, so yeah, Henry Cavill is like everybody loves him. Like, if like, and I know like the 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 people of The Witcher like trying to say, Well, he did this and he did that and he is no good. It was just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull the other one, Enid. <laughs> He didn't well, want to do nude scenes and he wanted to stick to the books. He didn't want to do nude scenes and he wanted to stick to the books, and that's what they're complaining about. Like, oh, he's not very professional. This is kind of like, uh, yeah, you're full of crap. Um, we're gonna mm-hmm. follow him. We're gonna follow, we're gonna follow our god emperor Henry to the ends of the earth. The god emperor protects, and if you know Warhammer, which I kind of do because my brother-in-law and my <laughs> husband are into it, and I just kind of glean it, then you know that's a big deal. So Anyway, WB kind of screwed the pooch because they sent Henry Cavill packing and they're Mm -hmm. keeping, they're going to go forward with the Ezra Miller Flash movie and that's going to be a cluster.
1: And so. And Ezra Miller has so many issues. Who would want to touch him with a 10 foot pole right now? I I mean, people will probably watch it just to be like,
4: you know, just to see the train wreck. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I have no interest. Yet they have a
2: perfectly good completed. Batgirl movie
4: which which must have been really really awful but I, I don't know like like every like every time they make a decision but it's and I'm like, finished okay. <laughs> I know yeah. every time they make WB makes a decision I'm like okay I can see maybe and then they make another boneheaded decision I'm like no I do not see that at all I don't know what you guys are doing other than maybe gutting the whole thing it, it, it's kind of like when you when you have a house that's falling apart but like maybe you know the 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 structure is sound you just have to gut the whole thing and start over or you know sell it to somebody else to to do something with it with the with the bones of it i kind of mm. wonder if that's what's going on is there just and it's just like sell 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 sell
3: and well i mean what they're,
0: be, yeah. what they're doing with the flash movie is apparently is that's going to be the reset button because basically what <laughs> they're going to do is yeah. they're going to go with the uh, comic story flashpoint when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, the Flash movie. And so that's gonna basically reset the universe. And so that will be, should we say, the spark that lights the fire of the Gunverse. So that's why they, they, they're they keeping the Flash for that reason. I mean, they also canceled the uh, third Wonder Woman movie, which I'm kind of glad about seeing as the yeah. sequel was awful. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and I hope was... that Gal Gadot will return, but I don't I, know. Yeah.
4: I've I've been hearing I've been hearing scuttlebutt that 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 they're gonna that they're jettisoning her too, which makes the Henry Cavill thing even worse because it's like you keep you get you know people like these actors in these roles, mm-hmm. so I don't know. We'll have to see if if the Gunverse actually pans out because this kind of feels like this is this is our last ditch effort to make DC do something it's like how do you screw up superman and batman and wonder woman how like these are the most some of the most popular and well-known superheroes where marvel has like done great things by scraping the bottom of the barrel like with iron man and thor and all these guys yet you can't do a decent superman movie like what are you doing like how do you screw up superman how
3: Mm -hmm. Well,
0: apparently they did. But the thing is, though, I mean, I guess to play devil's advocate here, um, the Batman movie did very, very well. The Matt Reeves, the Batman did very, very well. Mm-hmm. And that they, are, that they are keeping. And so, because right. there will be a sequel coming out and there will be a spinoff series of the Penguin and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that's what they want to go. That, they want to go down that route and keep Patterson as as the, as the current Batman. Because what they want to do is apparently, from what I heard is, they they think people will be confused if there are too many people playing the same character. So what they want to do is they basically want, kind of like with Marvel to a certain extent. Have they, they never want, seen
2: Doctor Who? I have no idea.
0: But, but their, their idea is they want they, I, they want to I jet, get rid of the multiverse yes. thing. They want one Batman, one Superman, one Aquaman, one Green Lantern, and so on. So yeah. And basically, apparently, even Momoa, he's going to be doing the Aquaman sequel, and then he's gone, and he's going to be apparently playing another character within the Gunverse. Which would be lower?
1: It's not going to be confusing, <laughs>
4: right?
0: So that's that's yeah, apparently I, what they're doing.
4: Sorry, oh. I'm. At a tickle tickling my throat. <laughs> 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 I'm trying. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I guess I guess my whole thing is like you're getting rid of all the good stuff and going with unknowns. And I'm just like, okay, that casting <laughs> was perfect, and you just. <laughs> You've just gotten rid of it, and mm-hmm. I don't know who you're going to cast for it next. But nobody's going to be as good as Cavill was, or Godot. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. yeah,
0: I I agree. I mean, unless they get better writers, that's I think what made it. I mean, it's very much I guess to almost use a sports metaphor, it's literally a team being a re- going through re- rebuilding. So mm-hmm. they're literally, you know, getting as much getting rid of what what was and what kind of they saw as being the problem. And bringing in you know young talent and what have you in, in hopes that give a couple of years the team will be competitive and will be able to do certain things. Whether it pans out or not remains to be seen. I mean, I think they yeah. chose yeah. what well choosing. Picks pay off exactly. I mean, <laughs> I think they 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 have obviously a lot of a lot of um, should we say hope when it comes to Gunn because he did very. I mean, Peacemaker was one of the most successful TV shows mm-hmm. that DC put out. And so I guess they're kind of counting on the fact that with Peacemaker doing so well and Gunn probably having worked in the MCU, he can share some tricks of the trade as to how, no surprise, they're also rebranding. They're going to be calling it DC Studios, like Marvel Mm -hmm. Studios. So they're going through a whole (coughs) rebrand to where they want to do, like this is what uh, the folks at Marvel are doing. And I think they're they're kind of wanting to do, to turn James Gunn into Kevin, Kevin Feige. For lack of a better term, I think that's what they're, what, what yeah. they're
1: doing. Well, it's going to be I'm interesting always... then to yeah. see if they're going to branch back into the TV verse. I mean, I loved Errol for probably well, most of those shows are finishing a... up. So well, yeah, already,
4: already and done. a lot of them, um, yeah. yeah, like Arrow was good for like two, maybe three seasons. Agreed. Yeah, and then yeah. and then you know it's as most as with many TV shows, they just it just went on for far too long and
1: legends of tomorrow was awesome i mean off the wall but it was good i enjoyed that that was i don't know i'm like there's there's a lot of
4: upheaval and a lot of decisions being made i mean that have to be made based on budgets and and things Mm -hmm. like that and because they've just they've just you know written themselves into a corner basically not written but just the, the decisions they've made to this point have not gone the way they wanted to and you know you can only take so many flops and bad choices and things like that you know I mean for a long time DC has been kind of a joke mm-hmm. and, and again it's like you have these superheroes that are you know the most recognizable the most popular you know for decades and decades and like how can you not you know i mean yeah the batman and joker did well but it's still like it's not enough and so i don't know it'll be interesting to see sometimes dc makes decisions that i'm like oh yes that was that was smart i mean it's hard but it's a smart decision to make and then there's decisions that are just like are you high or something
0: yeah, yeah, it's true. Or, I think maybe they yeah. they want to, they want to, I think that the reason why they failed, you know, to your point, uh, Chrissy, when you have, it's like, it should be a slam dunk when you have three characters like Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman. I think that also one of the main problems was also that they had people on board who were not comic book fans. It was more
3: corporate.
0: Ex- it was mm-hmm. more corporate than anything else. Yes. Whereas, whereas the MCU, you know, for the most part, they've been successful in almost everything they've done. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some movies which are lower quality compared to other ones. I mean, not mm-hmm. every single one is a 10. and um, but but I think what, what makes those work is you have people on board who understand how superheroes right. work and how comics work and what have you. Yeah, because Kevin Feige gets comics, he is a yeah. comic book fan. And that's and why they, I think they've got gun for that, because he is a comic yeah. book fan.
4: And they don't want this deconstructionism of Ooh, superheroes you know superman he's the big blue boy scout well let's make him all you know grim dark and ooh, what if he turned evil or what if this was like no give me superman changing in a phone booth the mild men and reporter takes his glasses off and yes and suddenly he's superman i mean christopher lee mm-hmm. did it in the 70s mm-hmm. why can't you figure this out it's like i don't care if it's corny or hokey that's a superhero that's what i want i don't need you <clears throat> to, sorry i don't need you to to like Ooh, we're gonna make him edgy and for a modern audience i'm like screw your modern audience give me the big blue boys couch yeah sorry i'm a big superman fan and i've missed that i just i love it but i've missed it because they just don't know how to do it and Tell you're right you they don't yeah. understand
0: yeah, and plus you can't have every single DC character being grim and gritty, and that you know that was right. I think you mentioned DC being like a joke. I think that's also the problem: is you have Batman who is grim and gritty. The, yes. Batman and Superman are supposed to be he literally sides wears the all black.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're literally
0: opposite sides <laughs> of the same coin. Superman yeah. were, it, were represents the day. Yeah. Batman represents the night.
4: the night. So yeah, and uh, that's Batman what works. Do. Yeah, Batman mm-hmm. the, that that works for Batman does not work for Superman does not work for Wonder Woman I mean I don't know as much about like Green Lantern or Flash or any of those other guys but I don't think it works for all of them just because you got one just because you got Christopher Nolan coming and do the Dark Knight and all that like that one worked but you can't do it for all of them I'm sorry this is not a formula this is not like ooh, the boardroom saying ooh that worked with this one well you know let's do that with um, you know Cyborg or whoever so yeah so yeah for for the for the longest time marvel has people who like understand comics understand what fans expect and dc just hasn't had that and to their detriment they have been playing catch up with marvel this whole time Mm -hmm. and it shows Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) uh back to (laughs) That was a tangent. We still have more, okay. I we still have more feedback from Shillane to go through. So she'll probably send us on another. This is what Shillane does though. She does it very well. She yes. gives, us, sorry, gives us talking sorry, points. points. Yes. Sorry, Chalaine,
4: that kind of took us on a tangent. And I I've, I've been following this. I have feelings about this. You
2: know, about this topic. This is a, this is what we do. Tangents. Yes. It's, it's, it's in the tagline. It's in our blood. So yep make that a t-shirt i should write that down <laughs> anyway been a minute. back to shalane's feedback uh <laughs> she says also i was right that elvis was gonna be nominated forgot to mention that when i was a guest on gold standards patreon for funny gold that would be last month's patreon episode uh i also have One movie I want to nominate for an award, even though it is not out. I want to dance with somebody. That movie about Whitney Houston. Biopics Mm -hmm. tend to do that. Mm Yeah.
0: They do, yes. It looks like an interesting movie. I mean, I I like the trailer. The trailer looked interesting. Mm -hmm. Or the Whitney Houston biopic.
2: She definitely has a compelling life story, so. Oh, yes. Yeah. Indeed, yes be interesting
4: so almost made for a movie in some ways Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah -hmm. yeah. Um, it centers more on Whitney and not her manager like Elvis but that's another story yeah oh yeah Elvis
4: I didn't see the movie I kind of want to because Baz Luhrmann I have this weird fascination with his movies just because it's just like it's so crazy um but yeah the Elvis Elvis movie it just kind of seems like one of those that's like we're gonna tell you like the the really lurid, sensationalist story of 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 the man and and all these things. Like it's it's kind of like you know I don't know. It, it's it's like what's the most interesting? Maybe not the the most true, the most the most truthful way to tell the story, but the <laughs> most fascinating and most interesting. So. I, don't, I really want to watch that one. I just
2: haven't been around to it. The thing is with Elvis, though, it's like, is there really anything that any that anyone could tell us that if you're, you know, a halfway a decent Elvis fan, that you wouldn't be able to figure out on your own? Because, like. Yeah even when he was alive and i'm sure after he died you know all sorts of mm-hmm. people came out of the woodwork being like oh, oh yeah. i can tell you stories about all uh, this uh-huh. you know this especially some of these artists once they're gone you know all sorts of people who knew them even if they only knew them for met them a handful of times will be like oh mm-hmm. i've got all sorts of stories to." And then you have some artists that are just completely honest you know like uh with rocket man yeah yeah. it's a very stylized telling of elton john's life but it is true and it is really it's wild and wacky but Mm -hmm. elton has Mm -hmm. never been shy about being like yeah i did some Mm -hmm. really weird and wacky shit back in my day especially Mm -hmm. when i was on a lot of drugs and alcohol
4: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it was the 70s everyone was on drugs and alcohol yeah also Mm -hmm. to
0: to your point though rachel and that's why this particular elvis movie it's okay but like you said there are way better elvis picks and it's, uh, biopics and it's mm-hmm. kind of false advertising because it's
3: mm-hmm.
0: more focuses more on the colonel than it does elvis yeah that's what it is it's yeah. been, literally elvis the man seen, behind the man <laughs> yeah it's literally, mm-hmm. literally it's literally elvis seen through the eyes of the colonel that's what it mm-hmm. is yeah because you have Tom Hanks, so you kind of have to pay. You have to have a reason to pay Tom Hanks. The you time. don't you don't cast right. Tom
2: Hanks if you're not going to make him the center of attention.
0: Exactly. Right. So yeah. He's more, he's more right. the protagonist than than Elvis is in that movie.
2: Yeah,
4: that's
2: just hilarious.
4: Yeah.
2: Right. Um. Let's see. Uh, said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're oh halfway through. Uh, so yes, 2009 was the first Avatar movie released uh and she says it was nominated because james Cameron's titanic won so many awards when ursulies I, I mean knowing the what we've seen with the academy especially after doing so many episodes of gold standard yeah i could kind of see that mm-hmm. you know where they yeah. there's I mean, some, some kind of nepotism <laughs> yeah. where it's like oh you've done Things in the past, we're gonna we're gonna pat you on, give you a big old pat on the back again, whether you deserve it or not. I'm looking at you, greatest show on earth. uh okay. and, um, Totally leaving singing in the rain, sit out singing in the rain. um So yeah, you know, Titanic did a whole bunch, which we're going to be doing Titanic here in a couple Woo-hoo. months on Gold Standard. So um, I have been
4: brushing up my history yeah i don't know if you guys want a history lecture about the titanic but oh boy there are some uh spoil alert the boat sinks yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still drown i promise yep. mm-hmm. a lot it. of
2: people still die unfortunately yeah everybody's yeah. like jack could have fit on the fit on, oh, on the on the stupid I'm door Jack and Rose weren't that. real. they are actual real life people that died. <laughs> yeah, because
4: and of yeah. the None ships. Of them had that very, very interesting <laughs> stories that would warrant a movie about them.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead,
4: we have you know Romeo and Juliet rehashed.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not
4: why I like the movie. So there. Yeah. I guess, I guess like a lot of people love Avatar because it's pretty. I like Titanic because you've got. Okay. Here I, I will. I will spoil a little bit. Um, because you, they built, they basically rebuilt the ship
3: mm-hmm. to a, to mm-hmm.
4: a, a smaller scale, but it's like this is like tickles all my history buff. Yeah, <laughs>
3: but, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me, but, yeah.
4: That's, so that's why yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, well,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> you can hear you can hear all about it when we do Titanic and four ish
4: episodes of
2: Gold Standard, yes. so. <laughs>
4: I don't I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna spill all my secrets yet, but yes, yeah. I am very much looking forward to it. yes, and I am guest starring or guest guesting on that. I don't want to say
2: guest starring. Silly. Yeah. Uh this is also funny. She says funny. I think it's just, you know, pure coincidence, but yeah, you know, I guess funny in a way that, that the second avatar came out the same time when Titanic is celebrating twenty five years. Eh, it's just the way movie cycles work sometimes. Oh no uh, and Yeah, she says uh, Kate Winslet is in the second Avatar. It's still not reason for me to go see it, but hey, yeah, good Good for her. Uh, She says also both Titanic and Blue. I like how she calls it Blue Avatar. We talked about this last episode with her feedback. Blue Avatar, the only films that James Cameron's directed that I've seen. Plus, they're both, these are her words, they're both mine and my friend's guilty pleasure. Uh Oh. well if you ever want to go see terminator <laughs>
4: <laughs> go 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 watch the abyss and then find out like like here are all yeah. behind the scenes stuff about how he like almost killed somebody <laughs> oh know. yeah
2: yeah mm-hmm. i know shalane has asked me whether alien is scary or not so
3: <laughs> <It's>, she's curious it <laughs>
2: seems like she might be a little curious but she's not sure because yeah i mean it's like james cameron I've... it's either like titanic and avatar which are like really epic beautiful movies and then you Mm -hmm. got like terminator and alien and the abyss and stuff which are all dark and scary yeah he doesn't really (laughs) seem to have an in-between no
1: not really no no No, no nice happy medium yeah (laughs) uh let's see she says
2: also fans want top of maverick to be nominated for award now it is it made top on the box office this year my friend said that that movie was amazing you saw it twice in the movie theater uh she wants to know why we're saying it's a popcorn flick
4: because you you go and you get a big bucket of popcorn and Mm -hmm. you enjoy yourself Uh, yes This action like action movies in general yes your brain your critical no not you, you turn off that critic in your head it's like well there's no way they could have done that. no you yeah. just enjoy it's like a roller yep. coaster mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's fun and yeah. uh, i was discussing this with a co-worker because she's putting together like a you know like a little quiz for people to do like you know what are the big events of of, of the past year and she was asking me like well what's an event that you remember <clears throat> that was Critical, and I just said *Top Gun: Maverick* because it made so much money. So many people went to see it after <clears throat> not going to the theaters, and um it just shows. But a good movie that people want to see, and they'll come to it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I
4: call that an event.
2: Yeah, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Izzard has a, a a skit, a bit from from one of their shows, ages ago comparing like american movies to like british and i reference this all the time when <laughs> a gold standard where we're talking about very like cerebral movies and ideas there's like a view with a vo- you know a room with a view and a staircase and a pond um where you know it's just a lot of british people standing around in rooms you know reading books and then suddenly someone will come in the door and be like oh i had no idea you were in here
1: what are you doing and the other person be like i'm
2: reading the other person be like would you like some tea you know it's just very like nothing ever really happens so you're just like sitting there waiting for something to happen and you're just kind of like okay and then you get to american action movies where you know shit's blowing up and there's you know (laughs) crazy scores you know just for like really fast music going like guitars and like you know and you're like you Hans just feel this falls c- off the tower yeah, yeah. you know Hot Gruber falls off the tower and you're just like give me a bucket of popcorn and you're like shoveling it in your face because mm-hmm. you just like mm-hmm. get this adrenaline you're like I need to do something but I'm watching a movie what can I do he so but he's a- popcorn <laughs> in my face <laughs> like a room is but- a staircase and a pond you're just like it's like if i start chewing i might miss an important piece of dialogue or something you know right not
4: not (laughs) everything not everything has to be poignant and life-changing and and make you think sometimes you just want to see shit blow up exactly Mm -hmm. sometimes you want top gun maverick
2: or you know die hard and you're yep. shoveling popcorn, and then sometimes you want like *Sense and Sensibility*, where right. nothing really is happening. A lot of people are talking or, to each other. So, or sometimes and,
4: you want you want a cheap Hallmark rom-com where you know the ending, but you don't care, mm-hmm. because right? Because this is you know you're in your cozy jammies with hot chocolate, uh, sitting on the couch, and you're, and you're
2: nibbling on cookies. And yes, mm-hmm. cookies, and
4: cozy, and the kids have gone to bed, yeah. and yeah. it's just you and the tea.
1: And yeah. a popcorn movie, it's not a negative, it's not no. a, neg- it shouldn't have a negative connotation. It's just it a different, in my book. it's just a different it, thing. Right. It's a different thing. It's a good, yeah. move. it's
2: a good movie. Yeah. It just depends on what you're in the mood yeah. for. So, right. Yeah. It's true.
0: It's true. I mean, as yeah. much as I hate him, even Michael Bay has his place in cinema, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And Sometimes I hate
0: to blow shit
4: up. Yeah. My, michael needs to learn needs to learn about ebb and flow in the action because if all it is i, I jared has a mentor uh, 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 an author who's a mentor of his who, who puts it this way if it's just explosion 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 pretty much you're eventually you're just numb to it and it doesn't matter and you're just kind of mm-hmm. like bored with it but you need to like you need those ups and downs it's like dude it, it, everything has to be on fire all the time mm-hmm. there's some fire but you need those slower moments even
2: war movies you know they have their slower mm-hmm. moments
4: mm-hmm.
2: problem is
0: michael bay has no filter that's his problem
2: <laughs> that, that too that too he's like a toddler he's got two he's got two speeds <clears throat> or sleep so <laughs>
4: yeah but but he also makes shit tons of money for for hollywood so that's why they, they keep giving him stuff because people yep. go to those movies
2: for better or worse, they do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, the popcorn. She says the popcorn flicks this year were Jurassic World Dominion, uh, the rom com films, or like movies like A Ticket to Paradise, Marry Me, and then there's films like Smile, where the crawdads sing, and Death to the Nile. She says those are all popcorn flicks. Which again, it's subjective.
1: It it's is. one of those labels
2: mm-hmm. that's it's just subjective too. Mm-hmm each individual yep. person so uh then her last bit uh now let's talk about andor uh <laughs> i enjoyed it and thought it was really good the series Andor, obi-wan rogue one han solo movie all take place between revenge of the sith and a new hope along with the animated series Star Wars rebels so yeah there's a lot of content that takes place in that
1: Time mm-hmm. period
2: within the Star U- Star Wars universe. Which is one of the points we were making when talking about Andor. Is there's a lot going on from the point that Palpatine becomes
3: Emperor
2: Palpatine and mm-hmm. Anakin becomes so Darth really, Vader between that
4: really and big galaxy.
2: the Battle of Yavin, where a lot is going on, and we don't need to be like, "Oh, look, Darth Vader is doing his monthly reports." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or force compelling someone else to do his monthly report. He reports.
4: Everybody get your Excel spreadsheets to Lord Vader or risk force choking.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. exactly, Make sure they are formatted properly. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Or you shall know my wrath and the power of the oxide. Uh this mm-hmm. says uh finishes it says this is the second Star Wars. I've seen Andy Circus in After Last Jedi, which yeah, I mean he's Snoke in the, the Disney trilogy, but it's mm-hmm. not, it's again motion capture, which again, even after I saw that, and he,
1: he looks more I, like I, I, yeah,
2: yeah, but it was like more, you know. I just you know, because that movie was released around this time, so recently on like my Facebook memories after seeing it i was like why is not why is andy circus not getting the the recognition he deserves (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yeah i we we've i mean we've gone on and on about andy circus because we drew his name out of the the hat at Mm -hmm. one point so yeah. yeah we could go on and on and on about it how amazing he is so um but uh
4: well, so that's he, the end he, of Shalane's he has, feedback. <laughs> he has all the awards in our hearts.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh. and then uh, we got another piece of feedback from Johnson. Yay! <laughs> 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 it's not weird at all. He says, Hello, fangirls. I just wanted to briefly tell you how proud and impressed I am that you've reached show 400. Wow! In all caps with an exclamation point on the end they say life is all about the journey of choosing and taking risks to enjoy what is on the other side of each new hill you climb your team effort here is certainly setting a good example for us mere mortals with only maybe three podcast episodes produced to my name ha as an interesting question i want to know what sort of struggle Was it for you individually to take on such a long, consistent road of producing 400 podcasts? May the goal of 500 be with you, Chauncey, a.k.a. Sasquatch. Oh, we love you, Sasquatch. Yes, we love you, Sasquatch.
1: Well, a lot of
2: it has been his support. I mean, we got what mm-hmm. six six months in without even not even being on iTunes. Yeah. Before <laughs> he stepped up and he's like, uh, you seem to be really into this thing. It doesn't seem like you're gonna be like dropping it like a hot potato anytime soon. So here, <laughs> he have some that. money. Yes.
3: So you can get probably on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> yep.
2: That was yep. eight years ago. Uh,
4: yes. so and we're still going. Um, mm-hmm. I think, but from my perspective, at least you know, like how to get you know, how we got to 400 for me, it's like, um, just consistency, it's like baked into my schedule now. Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, and what I when you know, when we started, I you know, Jared and I were not dating, now we're married, and he's like, Well, you still love it, right? Well, <clears throat> well I'll watch the kids Monday night and you go do it. And it's mm-hmm. like he has his D group, I have podcasting. And mm-hmm. It's just what I do,
3: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> even when I'm trying to hawk up a lung. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting over this, I promise. But um, yeah. So, so yeah, for just me, it's just Monday night. It's what I do. I get on mm-hmm. and and even when I got uh, hired on as a librarian permanently, I got it so my Monday nights are free, and here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just what I do. It's I do it with my friends. And we just talk about
3: what
4: we talk about. Yeah.
2: I mean, really just (coughs) making sure that we do something every week. Right. Has Mm -hmm. been the hard, biggest hurdle. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, we started with five of us. Yes. And trying to make that work.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of
2: funny because it's like, we've always done this over the internet. it's like when the pandemic hit and suddenly all these people are like you know couldn't even if they lived in the same area you know like the vortex guys they would go over to someone's house and suddenly Uh they're not allowed to be in the same room with someone other than like the people they normally live with Mm -hmm. you know and i'm in a lot of several podcasting related groups and so many people are like how do i do this over the internet oh, and, then I people, oh, no. here. and then you know i'd have people that know i podcast and they'd be like how are you faring and i'm like well our show hasn't changed any because this is the way we've always done it
4: because you know i don't think do. we would
2: As much as I'd love for us to all be in the same room together, I don't know if we know how to podcast all in the same room together. Yeah, I mean, we just open our laptops in
3: front
4: of each other, or what? Right. It was like, okay, we're all in the same we're all in the same building, but you go in this room, you go in this room, you (laughs) yeah, you you go down the the hall level. (laughs) Well, like, okay, so when when Jared when we were doing that D and D thing, and Jared was was DMing, and we were like, like when like we were like working out the technical stuff and I was like Jared I can hear you echoing and mm-hmm. we were like I was like sitting on the bed he was at his desk which is like just right over there so I yeah I would have to go into another room so that it didn't echo mm-hmm. and so like yeah I would like I don't but you know we, we were in the same house it's like this is ridiculous but here but we had to do that so that's just the so nature yeah.
2: of the tech the technology I mean especially yeah, now, now with with so much stuff, you know, with my day job being over Zoom, uh, you know, meetings and the like, and or watching, you know, other people's content where they've obviously done things over like Zoom or Skype or whatever. And it's like, you would think after almost three years of this pandemic that people would figure out like the very basic equipment setup and etiquette. Mm -hmm. the best sound it doesn't need to be perfect sound but get to have the most ideal Mm -hmm. sound you can get is you don't need to spend a lot I mean obviously I have a very nice mic this is Mm -hmm. thanks to tax refunds and other stuff (laughs) and Black Friday sales um so I was able to take advantage of that so it's like yeah I have a very nice microphone I have a nice pair of headphones you don't have to have the really pricey stuff. I mean, you can have I don't think I have some near me. I have. But it's like I you have, know, even just like the cheap earbuds that you can pick up like off a peg at CVS near the chat right, registers so yeah. for like 10 bucks mm-hmm.
3: is more I than sufficient.
2: Missing. Cause yeah, yeah, because it's like all you what you're looking for is to eliminate as much of the sound around you. From getting picked up so that you can hear the other people Mm -hmm. and make sure that the, you know, whatever microphone you're using, because the minute that you, you know, if you have, you know, if I didn't have these headphones on and I was using this microphone, all the sound to be able to hear you guys would be coming through like the speakers on my laptop, which is great. I would still be able to hear. Unfortunately, that also means the microphone can hear it. And that's where you start getting the echoing and the weird sounds. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Is you yeah. need
2: one sound going out one way and sound going in one way.
3: Yep.
2: yep. Yes. And I'm sure didn't, you know, Nick can speak from sure it's not for just from podcasting doing radio as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, that's that's why you don't see even, you know, in a professional radio station setup. Folks who don't have a, have their headphones on because of that exactly that reason. Granted, there, of course, you also have a treated room and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different thing. And in fact, when I was trying to set up my podcasting situation, I was literally walking around my, my, uh, my Sharice's room doing this because I was trying to see where the sound would bounce off. And my mother was yeah. there looking at me going, What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But, you, but lost yeah so your, is- you lost your morals. Exactly, mm-hmm. but, but it's true. And, yeah. and, and also I would like to also add here, um, it's curious that um, nobody had heard of Zoom until the pandemic. And, I've, and I'm sure that the folks at Zoom were so happy because once mm-hmm. the pandemic hit, Skype was pretty much the only game in town at the time. Right. And then it's mm-hmm. like everybody's using Zoom and now Skype is almost kind of becoming old hat.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Zoom, Zoom is so much better. I mean, after all the problems yes. we had with with Skype, but yeah, you're, oh, yeah. you're right. Like I never heard of Zoom until all the kids had to stay home from school. I'm like, what the hell is Zoom? Like, yeah, oh, that's,
0: that's exactly it. But
4: yeah, yeah, but but to <laughs> your point about <laughs> your equipment, <whole> album? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing yeah. that came to my mind. <laughs> 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 yeah, to your point about equipment, Rachel. Like, I just have a pair of uh, earbuds that I like. Yep. I listen to audiobooks with them, or I can t- take a phone call with them. And I have my iPad that I bought in in 2015 that I probably should replace, but it still works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's it's just fine. I mean I, my, my, the only reason I'm not using my laptop is because it's using it's running a, an operating system that is about to be obsolete so I'm just like, well, can't use that anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's all that's all you really need is one one way in, one way out. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that that get nine that gets you ninety nine percent of what you need to have halfway decent audio. Everything else mm-hmm. that you can add to it, you know, upgrade your your headphones, your microphone, whatever, is just gravy on time. And unfortunately, there are some things that are out of out of your control, like your internet connection, because oh, yeah. here, at least mm-hmm. in the U.S you only have so many options for internet Mm -hmm. (laughs) we have monopolies in this country as far as internet providers and if they want to screw with your your speeds or whatever there's nothing you can do about it and and you're at the mercy
1: of the weather too at times yeah
2: depending on where you live yeah Yeah. Uh
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they keep telling us Salt Lake is supposed to be getting Google Fiber
4: I haven't seen it
2: yeah We get where 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 Chauncey and I live. There's five. We'll see the trucks for the fiber company, but our specific like city block or whatever, Comcast has its stranglehold on. So we could not get fiber Mm -hmm. whether we were willing to pay anything, any price for Mm -hmm. it, because Comcast is like, no, this city block right here is ours, and no one else. It's all
4: for service for it it's all tied up in the way like phone lines were set up back in the day because you know phone you know originally internet had to be through the phone line and it just kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. it just kind of grandfathered in I, I guess, remember styler that... <laughs> oh i can't forget I I that <laughs> it sounded like you were, uh. you, were murder- you were murdering a robot just to get <laughs> yep. online yes but yeah, that that, that internet is still beholden to the way they used to do phone lines years and years and years, mm-hmm. years ago, and they just will not change it because mm-hmm. that is, uh, they just, they're like, what's that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, innovation, like, nah, this is how we always have done it. It's just like, it'll, it'll take, it'll take some, some billionaire crazy genius to be like, nope, we're gonna, we're gonna upset this apple cart, but nobody wants mm-hmm. to.
3: Yeah,
2: but it's yeah. definitely is, true. Is, I, mean, is, yeah. is, I say, is fiber a thing in in
0: in Europe, Nick? <laughs> oh yes, I mean, but the thing is, it was a nightmare. I mean, because now obviously five oh. G has arrived, and so everybody's like, "Yay, five G!" and all this kind of stuff. And fiber, yeah, I mean, now I finally have a fiber connection, but it took forever. for time. Mm-hmm. also because I don't live in downtown Milan, I live in the outskirts of the city, uh, so so it took a while for it to arrive here, but. But no, now it is a thing. Granted, you guys are still faster than we are. I mean, in fact, uh, we, if we go over there, you know, I've been told from a couple of friends of mine who were like tech geeks and stuff, and they tell me, oh, in the States, they go twice as fast as we do when it comes to our internet connections and stuff, because Europe tends to try and catch up to the States when it comes to technology and that kind of thing. But by and large, that's that's the situation. And and also what I did want to add is, um. Like you were saying, Rachel, you don't need to necessarily have Joe Rogan equipment to produce a podcast, I think is because I mean, unless you are like super, super focused on the quality of we want it to be like radio quality, then you know, you're just going to have to invest. Even in that.
2: radio, though, sometimes, you know, I'll listen to NPR and sometimes, you know, somebody will be you know, calling in or part of a story or whatever, and they don't sound that good. Exactly.
0: I mean, so I think at like- the end of the day, yeah. I think at the end of the day, it, I very, I'm a firm believer on content over the, the actual audio quality. I mean, I think it, it, it definitely should not be completely unlistenable. To where yeah, you can because that defeats dis- the purpose <laughs> exactly because you can barely discern what's going on and who's speaking, or you can't hear mm-hmm. and what's super muffled or whatever, what, what have you. But at the end of the day, I think folks kind of stay for the content more than anything else. I mean, I, I listen to podcasts which are not the best produced, but I love them because of the content. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's all I mean, I, I, I you know. depends also what your priorities are i mean because you can even get a podcast that's super well produced it sounds like it was recorded in a in a in a top-notch studio but if the content isn't there it's going to be it's not going to it's not going to stick around for too long
2: exactly
4: yeah it's it's the same kind of thing because i watch a lot of youtubers and, and especially like um where it's you know the nfl season american football over here um i watch a lot of football youtubers and there's one guy that i watch like he does these sketches where or these skits where he like plays all the characters and like you know each each character represents a fan of the different teams and they like kind of talk about like how their teams are doing and all that stuff and he like plays all the characters and it's edited in such a way you can tell he's doing it in his house and like around his house so he doesn't have like all the fancy sets or anything but because it's otherwise well produced and the story's fun and it's and it's you know compelling and interesting i watch it it's like it's it's almost like my usual tv shows where you used to watch like i gotta watch this on you know tuesday tuesday when it comes out because i gotta see what happens next with all Mm -hmm. his characters and it's because it's good and it's compelling and it's fun Mm -hmm. i watch it and it doesn't have to it can be out out of his house and it sounds great to me
3: yeah
2: yeah so I mean it's like it's it's to wrap my head around the fact that we're at 400 like I'm like part of my brain is just like what but at the same time it's like yeah it makes sense you know Mm because we're we've been doing this thing and it's it has just kind of become just a natural part of my existence you know we were we were we were chit-chatting after we finished uh you know gold standard yesterday after we finished recording the patron episode and um you know nick and zan and i were talking about you know that we're 65 episodes in at least as far as the the main line is concerned We're kind of like big finish in that way. Um (laughs) and you know, both Zan and I were just like, yeah, you know, it's just it's it's become such a regular thing. And you know, for me, even before the pandemic, but definitely during, you know, when the pandemic first started, having this regular thing to be able to Mm -hmm. turn to helped me with my sanity and it still does you guys help keep me sane <laughs> <laughs> knowing that i you know knowing that i have this thing to look forward to and doing you know the research and whatever because you know i love yeah. researching stuff you know even gold standard the same way even if i can't stand the movie i enjoy <laughs> the research <laughs> so you find you out know, some really interesting stuff yeah. yeah and yeah. The, the amount of stuff that i now am like oh yeah i've heard of that i've read that i've seen it i'm a fan of it yeah when we started it was like doctor who and mm-hmm. disney and marvel which was not nearly to the extent it was now although mm-hmm. we, were,
1: we were getting there um, mm-hmm. you know and um then I hipped you onto a few things that you could yeah and we had some star me. we had a little bit of star wars <laughs> mm-hmm. and now
2: it's just like you know I've you know the the librarians and
3: you know oh, doing
2: way more big finish and yeah all the you know because of disney plus being able to watch these movies that i i was like oh i'll get around to it eventually i think like the dark cauldron and the goofy movie Mm -hmm. yeah i had just not got around to seeing yeah
4: yeah well that was that was part of the pandemic because like we didn't have anything new so it's like well let's you know what's on disney plus that we want to watch and review like oh let's review a goofy movie or you know all all this other stuff which was kind of fun yeah i I thought it was like because it was like a reason I mean, I mean, because you know, when the, when the pandemic started, you're like, oh, we got to stay home. It's like, all you're going to do is just watch stuff, like watch shows. And it's like, well, yeah, that's fine. But it didn't really seem like there was a purpose in it or there wasn't, it was just an end to like, oh, we're just killing time. Like, but with the podcast, mm-hmm. it's like, I've got to watch this and, and talk about it for the podcast because the other the other girls were going to be talking about it and I need to have it watched. And, and I'm like, I think about, you know, Throughout my life, like the different groups of people that I've associated with, you know, like friends, roommates, even you know, family members to a degree, like those relationships have kind of come and go, or you mm-hmm. know, come and gone. Like maybe I'm not as close to certain people, you know, and not not just not because I like oh I can't stand you anymore or we had a fight. It's just life. That's life, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like this group here, we've kind of just stuck with it, which yeah. is kind of incredible. And I look at i like wow. Like we haven't, but gotten sick of each other, or you know, had some big fight, or you know, drifted away.
1: As we agree to disagree, we've seen everybody through a whole bunch of ups and downs. I mean, Mm -hmm. support being able to I mean, how many how, ma- how many times has Brittany
2: moved since we started? Right? <laughs> exactly, yes. I mean it was almost like
4: every I gotta year, update oh my, my address
2: book every so often like here's Brittany's new address.
4: <laughs> and it's not like you know, oh I you know I moved down the street, it's like from New Mexico to New Jersey to Florida to Yeah. Which <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> fine. Which is absolutely mm-hmm. just fine because fine. life happens. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah.
2: And, and that's that's the biggest thing. And that's, you know, partially why we're the five-ish fangirls. Yeah, it's a nod mm-hmm. to Doctor Who. I actually had somebody, because I was wearing yeah. one of our merch, one of our shirts at Galaxy Con, and I was just walking down one mm-hmm. of the aisles on the vendor floor and somebody's like, is that a five-ish doctor's because they recognize they recognize it as a the reference, the Doctor Who uh, reference. And I'm like, well, that's partially where the name came from. from. It was like, yeah. yay, somebody gets a reference. But yeah. you know, it's also yeah. because and it, it we was, we knew getting all of us together every single week was not gonna happen. Right. Yeah, you know, okay. stuff's gonna happen, you know. Fa- mm-hmm. You know, people are gonna get sick or people are gonna go on vacation or whatever, you know. Jolly
4: emergencies. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This that and the other thing. So it's like, you know, as long as long as I can still be here. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the show yeah. can
4: still go on.
2: Because <laughs> everything Rachel fuddles
4: is, through here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if Rachel's gone, then nope. Yeah. No, so all, all of a sudden yeah. Rachel
2: has to have her gallbladder taken out. Oh, that's yeah. a little different.
4: <laughs> yeah. Or I get hit oh, by a God. car. Yeah. You know. <sighs>
2: but yeah. other than that
4: <laughs> Rachel just look both ways before you cross the street please I,
2: I've uh, never been hit by a card that I wasn't already in a car so oh okay okay yeah, yeah. okay
4: but still yeah. yeah I'm just saying like if you were out yeah. long term I'd be like because I, I like people at work um you know I tell them, well yeah I'm on a podcast like oh how do you put it together I'm like we have a tech guru for that <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
2: Like, I went to college for this, so thankfully the technical side, the learning curve, was very, very, very Easy. shallow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we it was not severe. It.
1: Yeah, so, And we are like, look, kids, opinion. you can go to college and use
2: your degree, kind yes. of.
4: <laughs> it's just got to be something that actually is useful.
2: Yeah, am I getting paid for it? No. Am I using it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Nobody said yeah. anything about being paid for it. It was just the using part of it. So, but yeah, no. It's 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 been a lot of fun and the fact that we still have like so much more
1: stuff to talk about our, even our even documents Yeah, Memphis even Sports without
2: Shalane's consistent I, suggestions. I
1: was
4: going to say Shalane keeps us in it with a list.
2: Yeah. And, and I, even even without saying, we a, we've had a list and it's constantly it,
1: growing. Mm-hmm. It's a chart mm-hmm. list, let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. And,
4: and I, I do want to say, and this is like protective big sister coming through and it's probably gonna embarrass her and I'm probably gonna get a snotty comment about it later, but I don't care. <laughs> if, <laughs> I am very happy that you all have kind of been like, oh shalane she's writing feedback again. That's so amazing because she has had some some struggles in her life with you know learning learning disabilities and just just things and like people just not getting her because mm-hmm. and and I just I'm so happy that like she feels comfortable mm-hmm. reaching out to you guys over um, direct messages and, and stuff like that because it has you know she just she just loves people she is just. She is her is enthusiasm
2: for just everything yes. just shines yeah,
4: through yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just, yeah
4: she just loves you, it and yeah. there was a part of me that was like oh no like is you know is something going to happen like i didn't think you guys were going to be rude to her but i was just I, I don't know i just i have this sort of reflex when you know she's like oh i was talking to you your know, she's like, your okay, sister you know yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's yeah. natural completely understandable yeah cool. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's just it's just a thing and it's gonna be you know forever we'll be little old ladies and i'll still be like oh are they being nice to you mm-hmm. um so <laughs> i'm just really grateful that, that you guys you know and even at gold standard like when she said like she was on the patreon episode i was like you did what now <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> yep she did
4: and, and i was just so happy that i'm like oh she schooled she schooled
2: us on some things so yeah uh,
4: and this this is her wheelhouse she's a so. fountain
2: she's a fountain of knowledge uh yeah, so, so so
4: i'm just glad that that not that i thought you wouldn't but i'm just glad that that you guys have kind of taken her under your wing or you know she's part of she's part of the group she, i mean yes, that's is. that is, is the heart of
2: the That is the heart and soul of what we do, at least, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Obviously, we started this because we just really enjoyed talking to each other. And we figured, what the hell, let's just record it. If we're going to have these multi-hour conversations anyway, maybe (laughs) someone else will like to listen. Um, And it turns out some people do. Mm But, you
3: know,
2: it's, it's... it snowballed into this whole bigger thing I mean at the end of the day we're still going to do it because we enjoy it we enjoy talking mm-hmm. to each other because you yes, know yes. again we're going to see you know we're going to go to these movies or watch these TV shows or read these books and you know mm-hmm. as the you know befitting the stereotype we get excited and want to share our excitement with somebody mm-hmm. yeah. we immediately have an, an outlet for that the thing mm-hmm. is, and this is something that I I mentioned when I was talking when I was talking with Ashley Exteem, uh, galaxy, <laughs> um, that she's rubbing shoulders <laughs>
4: with the with the rich and famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: that, and this is something that I, I've brought up in other conversations too. Is you know I've always been. A nerd you know geek mm-hmm. whatever label you want to use oh, yeah. you know mm-hmm. i grew up with disney mm-hmm. like a lot of people of our age brackets did mm-hmm. you know we grew up disney renaissance was perfect timing for oh, yeah. our mm-hmm. formative children's years mm-hmm. um but then you know like aside from that like the power rangers was mm-hmm. kind of like my yeah. first real fandom where I was like I love this thing I wish I was part of this universe Mm -hmm. you know I'm running around the backyard (laughs) thinking I can do all the jumps and flips and I you know I can barely jump a foot off the ground because I'm 10 uh you know (laughs) (laughs) so it's like I was more I may have been more bendy then but yeah I was not trained in gymnastics or martial arts I just thought I could do that (laughs) stuff in my head yeah uh, you know, so mm-hmm. like Power Rangers is like my first fandom equivalent to like now and then you know I've always had a, a few things where especially in high school and I you know I talked about this when we did our Weird Al episode mm-hmm. you know like Weird Al was my thing I mean he still is obviously uh, mm-hmm. but he was a big thing that i was a huge fan of in high school but i kept it on the dl right uh-huh. because i didn't want to get made fun of so i was already a band geek and you yeah. want to throw that on top of it Hell no so it wasn't it wasn't until way you know years later a good decade out of high school it wasn't until really till i got to doctor who Which was more than a decade after I graduated high school. Doctor Who (laughs) was my gateway into being a geek out loud and not being afraid to be like, I love this thing that is considered nerdy. And I don't care what anyone else thinks about it. And obviously that because of Doctor Who is how I met you guys and that's how Mm -hmm. we're here 400 episodes later uh so it's like you know now i've got i let my geek flag fly yep whenever wherever i've got geeky tattoos i mean you can't see all of them but you know unless i'm wearing certain clothing you can see more of them in the summertime if i'm at the pool um nothing nothing not safe for work just you know uh you know i've got i've got geeky tattoos you know i got i wear geeky jewelry i've got a dresser drawer that's pretty much full of just graphic tees that i have Uh i i have i have so many i had to start sorting them instead of by color by fandom uh-huh. Yeah. Same. Because I'm like, <laughs> instead of what color shirt do I want to wear? Let's see, do I want to wear Doctor Who? Do I want to wear Metallica? Do I want to wear Corgi t-shirt? In some cases, there's crossovers. I have a Metallica uh-huh. Corgi t-shirt.
1: Yes. You, you know, know? Okay. so it's
2: like, you know, my current bag that I'm carrying is is a lounge fly. It's, you know, the Loki TVA bag. Oh nice. Uh, oh
3: nice.
2: So, you know, it's like. Uh, you know i've got geeky stickers on my car my car is named phil after <laughs> phil colson okay yeah. <laughs> so it's like i but it's it's thankful it, 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 thankfully mainstream has gotten to the point where it is more okay to be mm-hmm. a geek we're not yep. we are not the same people that were getting shoved into lockers yeah right. <laughs> or getting well, swirlies the same- by the school jock yeah
4: at the same time when you when you've got this stuff in high school like high school middle school it's you know your teenage years it's just so everybody is just so awkward and and you know there's that that pecking order that everybody is trying right. to establish mm-hmm. and like we get to the yeah. point where we're like your <coughs> 20s and 30s and like you just don't give a shit anymore it's just like mm-hmm. yeah screw nope. it yeah nope. well it's like yeah I-, I like i I, I, like, I like Sailor Moon, I like the anime, and mm-hmm. I don't care. I was like, I've got it, I've got it, let's see, hanging up on my bedroom wall right next to Lincoln Zelda there. Mm-hmm. It's on my water bottle along mm-hmm. with Animal Crossing. and am trying to see if you can see I it. mean,
1: and I work just, in a school. was like, who cares anymore? Mm-hmm. I work in right. a school, and one of my lanyards that I have has the Doctor Who, the TARDIS. And I've mm-hmm. had a couple kids come up, they've recognized that. And it's just like, hey, oh, you like this? And they consider me a safe person to come to. I'm like, hey, if my fandom is bringing kids, saying like, okay, she likes what I like. She's a person that I can talk to. Hey, more power to it. Because I can remember watching something quite a few years back with John Barrowman at a convention where a fan apologized to me for being too nerdy or whatever. And he's Mm -hmm. like, no, 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 You do not have, you should not have to apologize for liking something. Whoever Mm -hmm. made you feel that way is absolutely wrong. It's just, don't take the fun out of stuff for others. If it's not something that you don't like, just support the person that likes it. And just not for me, but hey, I'm glad you enjoy that. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah and a lot of mine i've actually been able to parlay into into work in fact last month um this wasn't at work i was with my mom and my aunt at a conference uh here in in salt lake and we were just you know it was like we were having a lunch you know was a lunch break and we were just kind of sitting and chatting and i had this this older lady and i think it was her daughter came up to me and she's like i remember you from the library do you remember i brought my grandson to your pokemon go club because i do pokemon go club once a month at my library and i get a lot of i get some adults but i get a lot of like 10 year olds and things like that and she was like oh he had such a good time and because he loves pokemon but nobody at school wants to talk to him about it but all the kids you know they want they, they were getting excited about it they want me to trade do Aww. raids all Aww. these things and like i have like where my library is is like one corner of the salt lake valley if you kind of imagine salt lake valley is kind of like a big bowl like Mm -hmm. almost a circle but not quite like an oval so i'm like down at like the bottom corner but i've had people like come in from the other side of the valley to to come to this to this activity because i saw it advertised online and like it's just we're interested in these things and nobody else is doing it but you're doing it so we are willing to travel come talk to you or you know come come do this with you and to see those kids and even some adults who are there and you know it's at the library so it's not weird you know we're mm-hmm. in a kind of a cool <laughs> environment and and it's kind of like i'm able to do something like that for these kids who you know maybe their peers at school have, have no clue and no interest and probably maybe a little antagonistic about it but mm-hmm. here we can have fun and we can mm-hmm. and like and i'm sitting there like going and, and they're, they're, like, excited that there are adults, there are grown-ups there, like like me, and then there's <laughs> another another gal that, that, that works at the library who helps me out with it. Um, like, we're like, oh, we want to trade, or oh, there's this going on, we want to go do this big mega raid, or whatever. And, you know, to see that for, you know, someone, you know, whether you're young, old, somewhere in between, any of these things. And it was just, like, the, the grandma, and even the mom, who, she wasn't there, but she wanted to know when the next one was going to be, so she could take her son. Um, this grandmother was just so appreciative of um, of me doing this because I'm like I remember what it was like I remember you know especially you know in the 90s anime was still a very new thing it was too Mm -hmm. kind of weird and you know there was like oh the animation looks so it's not normal And, and all these things and it's like and now it's uh, but when I when I uh with our library we did our anime convention and I was on stage like to present some awards and I was kinda of telling a few jokes and I was like I was like, you know, I have waited 30 years. It's like you, you guys have it good, you know you don't know what it's like and I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> we mm-hmm. trailblazed for you and we're here to yep. do yep. this for you guys yep. and we're happy to do it. So yep. but it's I don't know, it it's just some of those opportunities to just be um, you know, let the geek flag fly and kind of let that and to tear
1: down the gatekeeping that's happened mm-hmm. over yeah. the course mm-hmm. of earlier years to
4: tear and, that and down some of these, is nice. Yeah, and some of these people who continue to want to gatekeep even though they claim they don't. Um and, right. you know, you know they, they use it as kind of a a a, a beating stick, I suppose, to so like, you know, old school fans, like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna take it and do it this way. And you you've been doing it wrong. And it's just kind of like, well, uh, I've got I like what you, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to come break into my house and steal my books and my DVDs and take away my Netflix login or, yeah. you know, you know mm-hmm. take my these
2: fungos. days with all, with the amount of stuff that I know we all have in our houses like the cops would be here and back and forth several times the time it would take for you to steal all my geeky stuff.
4: Right. (laughs) you want to kick me out of the clubhouse? Well, good freaking luck because I have an Amazon account
3: Mm -hmm. and I keep ordering (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
4: when we moved and we were Jared and I moved and we were unpacking our stuff, we had our big box of Funko Pops, and Alex and Lottie, Lottie especially because she'd never seen them. They were in storage when she was born. They thought it was Disneyland. Holy cow! They were like. (laughs) and i like, okay, we gotta put them up high because some of them have some little little fiddly bits. Um, uh-huh. But they were just so. It's like we have so many dang Funko Pops. Uh, we've got bookcases just full of stuff. We've got stuff still stored in the garage. We've mm-hmm. got. We, we've had to expand to two cosplay tote boxes with all of our cosplay stuff. I'm probably gonna end up having to get a third one. Um, I mean, we were going through all the all the posters and fan art that we bought at Fanex a couple of months ago. We've put some of it up, but some of it still isn't up yet. And I'm just like, okay, you don't, you you want to kick me out of the clubhouse? Um, I don't think you can. Nope. I'm going to
1: make my own clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I'm, gonna, I'm mm-hmm. going to
4: take, I'm going to take my ball, and I'm going to build my little clubhouse over here. And you can't tell me I can't. So mm-hmm. screw you. F yeah. off. And take a long walk off a short pier. I don't mm-hmm. want to f- see you again if this is how you're going to act
3: mm-hmm. so
4: uh, i just uh, you know all these people who are like well you can't be in our group because x y and z and i'm just kind of like well i don't want to be part of your group because you're kind of a dick so mm-hmm. so piss off pardon the language but some people yeah.
3: deserve it
2: yep <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and that's yeah that's a good chunk of why I want to keep doing what we're doing is like as much mm-hmm. as I'm as excited as I am about whatever you know the latest and greatest thing is, is mm-hmm. I want hopefully for you know our maybe younger or mm-hmm. maybe they are the same age and they're just they're 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 still
1: they're dipping they're shy
2: yeah they're too shy or too scared to to realize you know that it's like it's okay you can let your fangirl flag fly and you're fine like look at us it's like we all we're you know we're all healthy adult you know women we've got jobs some of us are married you know one of you has you know is a parent you know it's like you know we're not i mean yeah we're weird but we're not but like the we're not like the uh, you know the the dredges of society just because yeah. we happen to like geeky things.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are. It's like you know there there's like you have been people have been told certain things about the geek culture. And this goes back years and years. I mean. The, oh yeah kind of go, yeah going back to like stranger things the last last season, stranger things when they talk about the satanic panic oh you mm-hmm. know all of that crap it's like this is not a new thing um it's just the the it's like the narrative changes the details of the narrative change but the message is the same by and large is like oh you know you can't be friends with them because they are they like this you know they they like this thing, and you know that's just weird and and bizarre and, and stuff. And when you're a teenager, that's like, ooh, no, and then sometimes you kind of internalize that as you get older. So even if mm-hmm. there's like old like you know people maybe our age who are like, ooh, you know, this I you know, I like this thing, but I don't know how to do it. It's because maybe they've just been given very bad information, either you know by accident or by people who are. You know, actively maliciously telling these lies, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just kind of funny that like I mean, you know you know going like at work for for instance like you know I have my lanyard with my badge and I have like all these pins, um, and so like I have Pokemon and I have well a lot of my Pokemon badges but then on my cart I have a Sailor Moon um, picture and I have my Pokemon things and I have a Doctor Who magnet on my locker and and. And things like that and just it's like a conversation piece like people are like oh mm-hmm. you like this thing uh, like yeah. what's your favorite or let's talk about this or you know i have i have baby grogu funko on my desk at work and <laughs> you know we, we we discuss these things and these people like you know they wouldn't it's not in their nature to put these things up that's fine mm-hmm. um but they want to talk about it and it's mm-hmm. and it's fun and it just kind of feels like oh i found a friend and you know maybe they don't want to get into it as much as i am totally cool like mm-hmm. um, but like it, it's just kind of funny like even like before we started recording alex and lottie wanted me to play a, a round of, of mario kart and um alex told me uh he wanted so, so we have mario kart 8 and there's like all the characters and last night mm-hmm. i let lottie pick the character i played and then alex goes i want you to play zelda well there's no zelda on there there's link and mm-hmm. i was like you mean link no i mean zelda and Lottie's like, no, Alex, it's Link." And <laughs> like, we were arguing. We were arguing if it was Link or Zelda. And I'm like, you're are raising never... that kid right. You're have right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: yeah. this Spanish no, argument Alex. at that age.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That, that is, is impressive. She's not even three. <laughs> yes. no, she'll be three next month. But I'm like, <laughs> how do you know this? How did, I, like I've never like I don't I never played Zelda just because we never had it. Jared knows it and he's played it, but I'm like Lottie, how do you know? I mean, I mean, yeah, I told, I said no, it's Link. So maybe she was like, oh, mommy said it, so it's true. But Alex was just so insistent that that was <laughs> Zelda, <laughs> and, and I'm like, like child, there have been geeky arguments by people like th- four times your age over yeah. the years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like okay, that's hilarious. That I, awesome. I, I had to share that awesome. story. <laughs> oh my goodness! Because oh, it's like my children, I love it. my, my, uh, yeah. So uh, proud, so <laughs> proud.
3: Yeah, so I'm
4: like, you know what? And you know, there may be parents who are just like, "Well, how dare you be playing video games in front of your children?" And I'm just oh. kind of like, keeps them off the streets. It. he's
1: spending time with them doing something with with them
4: Mm -hmm. alex loves mario like i do not know where this started i mean i I played some mario games like because we had the uh i have the snes classics i played some mario games in front of him but he just took to it like nothing else and to the point like we were we did we were mario characters for the second time in a row this Mm -hmm. halloween we met the we met charles Martinet, the voice of mario um and yeah even though know, alex didn't quite get it he got that the man signed a poster of mario for him mm-hmm. and like every time we, we go to the store and if he sees something with mario on it he wants it and he's just <laughs> i'm just like where did you where where did you get this but you just left onto it and he loves it i'm like that is your fandom kid mm-hmm. and even when i play animal crossing um he'll want me to dress up as Mario because there actually is a Mario costume in that game that I have. He's like, dress up as Mario. And I'm like, sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes I'm like, no, I want to do this other thing, but he'll get mad if I don't. (laughs) (laughs) So so it's kind of like, like I have gone from being, you to being in an, an environment where, ooh, you know, keep this all under wraps. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't make this too, I'm showing it to my kids and telling them it's normal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and you're making memories with them and that's yes. the most important thing
4: yes. i
1: mean yeah maybe we're not
4: out you know cataloging all the butterflies or you know digging up worms but you know alex like he is learning like there are certain things that i see him learn from me playing video games you know in front of him or you know i'll you know we'll tell him what certain things are or different names or different words of the characters and, mm-hmm. and it sticks with him and with his um, with his autism, it, you can you see that spark behind his eyes when he's like, "I know what this is. I can yeah. remember what this is." And it's really mm-hmm. good for him to have that and to like mm-hmm. have a way to explain things. and then I will see him um, like just with his toys, like playing, he's got all the like the Mario plushies and things. and he will act out stories with them, which mm-hmm. you know, like, I like I don't think I've ever seen a video with those things. I've never heard of those scenarios in the games or anything. This is stuff he's made up, which is a big part of one of mm-hmm. some of his like speech therapy and things like that. So I'm like, I highly encourage this because mm-hmm. <laughs> it gives him some context and some stuff so like, like these are his buddies and he's, you know, maybe he doesn't quite get along with the kids at school or in his peer group because that's just not how his brain is wired to like, it's not that he doesn't like him, but he's just like I gotta do my thing, and you mm-hmm. are just mm-hmm. your background, right? Is, so mm-hmm. he's like just in this; he's got blinders on, and you know, you know, it's just it's just the way he is. But we're still encouraging him to learn and and branch out, and that's how I mean, he understands his express well. himself. Right? Yes, he's very. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like this kid's gonna be telling stories, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it's all because you know I wasn't like oh you can't that you need to do something else you know? maybe Don't it's a, your- maybe
2: maybe it's an early sign that he could be like jerry to the future and be an author
4: you Tell know stories. very well could be very well could be i'm like uh, you know any anything like this i'm going to encourage so and if it takes it takes a takes a, a form of you know some sort of geeky fandom type thing well kid you came to the right family so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> we're 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 good we're good i i
2: I hope you're being as good as an influence as as, uh, on your uh, your, uh, niece, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Although she's still very little, though, isn't she?
0: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I am already ready to introduce her to all this stuff, but my sister keeps telling me, no, she wants the videos where she can dance at this point because, I mean, yes, uh, my niece is going to be turning two uh, next March. So... Uh, I guess it's still a little bit early, but I'm already giving her all the geeky stuff like I gave her, I think it was like a Incredible Hulk plush toy. Oh, nice. And then I gave her you know, like a Spider-Man doll and all this kind of stuff, because obviously I'm trying to introduce to the fact that she has a nerdy uncle. And uh-huh. so, And so I told my sister, I said, you know, when she's, you know, at the right kind of age, i you know, she's coming over to visit her uncle, and we're going to binge the MCU from start to finish. Uh-huh. I mean, at that point, Lord knows what phase we'll be in.
1: Yeah, but- right.
2: <laughs> I'll say she's two now, so we're at phase, phase four. Just finish the
1: phase. I don't know, 16, likely We are starting a- you from the beginning, my dear. Well, yeah, <laughs> Definitely they'll, they'll, be double digits.
0: Yeah, there'll be <laughs> a, third, a you know a fourth or th- there'll be we'll be on our third or fourth Iron Man or our third yeah. Captain America or whatever, but. But no, I, I very much agree. I think that's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm really looking forward to sharing this stuff with my niece because uh, I, I told my sister from the get-go, I said, she is going to be raised right. So she's going to uh-huh. get all the geeky stuff, you know? So, uh, so yeah, so we do, I'm do, we're doing that already with Alice. They're kind of giving all these little toys and stuff because... Recently, actually, she was um, visiting my parents, they were babysitting her, and she was watching those YouTube videos, which I'm sure that even Chrissy might have heard of where they have all the little, you know, the, the songs where the little kids dance to these days, it's Baby Shark, it's... Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. And so she loves that. She's, she's definitely the dancer. She loves to get up and sort of do a little dance and stuff. But, um, I was telling my parents that Let, well, let's pop on Disney plus. And my parents are like, no, she just wants to dance right now. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll have to, I'll wait a couple of years. I'll come back in a couple Intention of
2: years. Attention spans not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly yeah. Where are my, my brother and sister-in-law's for Thanksgiving. And my, my nephew is, um, Three going on 37, going on (laughs) negative 12. Um, yeah,
3: he's a toddler, you know, it's it's that age.
2: Chrissy knows, um, and you know, his intention span is you know 0.2 seconds, and (laughs) all he wants to watch are anything related to things with large wheels, trucks buses mm-hmm. tractors if it's got an engine <laughs> yeah. and goes vroom he is all for it <laughs> yeah it like it, it, it's lying,
3: true.
2: <laughs> yeah but but
0: it's great to see that there are you know should say members of the new generation yeah. that are getting into all this stuff uh, i mean it, and chauncey's
2: I, tried to show him like star wars but he's just not he's he, the attention span's not there yet so <laughs>
0: yeah, they, they, they get they'll get there. I mean, yeah. I, I mean I said I see I see it with my with my niece, it's the same thing that she has the attention span of like a goldfish. It's like okay, something yeah. else, something else yeah. to rush after, yeah. yeah. and she gets up and rushes off. So, so yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's 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 my niece. But on the other hand, my younger cousins in the over in the UK that we I sadly don't get to get to visit as much as I'd like to. Last time I visited them, and now Lord knows how, how old they are at this point, but it's crazy because uh i believe last time we went i went to visit them the dark knight trilogy had just ended so that tells you how long ago it was when i last oh, yeah. saw them um but it was wonderful because there once again i was kind of like the cool cousin because we would literally <laughs> sit down at breakfast having this nice British breakfast which was always fantastic. That's why I love visiting England, mainly for the breakfast, not because of my, no, it's, I, it, I'm joking. <laughs> enjoy, I enjoy seeing, seeing my family, but.
2: Family you know. British fry up, family yeah, British I mean, fry up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: when, when like my, my uncle or some of my cousins like, you Beans know. Beans on toast. Yeah, exactly, bacon and eggs yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so we're just sitting down and we're literally at the table, we're literally talking about superheroes and they're quoting. Nice. The Dark Knight to me. It's like, why do we fall, Master Bruce? I'm like, you're quoting The Dark Knight. I am, I mean, I'm enraptured by this. And then they went on to talk about Marvel and stuff. And so they have that passion. It's fantastic. You know, I'm so glad I'm, I I told them, I said, yes, we're related. This is proof that we are related. (laughs) So so we had this lovely, lovely conversation. It's great that, that, you know, there are kids that now embrace in that, but even Mm -hmm. going further, further back, um, I mean, you know, Chrissy, you also mentioned the whole fact of science and even Rachel about being uncomfortable but way back when about your fandoms because, you know, at the mm-hmm. time they could have been the object of derision by people. Um, mm-hmm. I actually remember what helped me was my father's colleague, who is, who was, who he, I mean, he's still alive, but he's retired. He was a professor in applied mechanics and you think oh this guy probably just reads you know physics books and all and quantum <laughs> books uh, you know his passion is the bold and the beautiful and, nice. and i was oh, so nice. i was like i was like if if a if a guy with a iq of a million and two can enjoy the bold and the beautiful and have that fandom it's it's all right then for me to enjoy hey, you, you, know, you know
2: we we had uh yeah, we we had uh phil thomas cat on an episode of gold standard he was on our our Gigi episode and like he's like the epitome of like old school rock and roll cool you know dark mm-hmm. slick back hair wears sunglasses all the time you know listens to the you know bread and you know all those <laughs> uh, bands of like the 70s and and the stuff so it's like old school cool and he, you know he does a, a live show every friday night from his his studio in florida but one of his segments you know he always has like because he does his own music too so they always have a segment where it's like they play a phil thomas cat song and then they end the show with a double slice of bread so it's two bread songs back to back so you Mm -hmm. know they're always doing like stuff like that but they also have a segment where he and another gal who does the show right before him talk about what happened on general hospital that week <laughs> there
0: you go. Well, Everybody,
3: has that it. a bit. Everybody has stat.
2: it's a staple it of the
4: of late night with ptk so yeah, yeah.
2: you,
4: you gotta have this. you you gotta have your like serious you know this is how i make my living and i have to know all this stuff and then you gotta have the thing that's like okay i'm gonna shut down the the serious you know mm-hmm. you know part of my brain and then we're gonna mm-hmm. do some fluff like i love romance novels Just, you know, especially like historical romance, love them. I have all these that are, they're probably here. And, and, you know, Jared, he doesn't get it, but there's a few he's read that he's like, but he's like, you know what? That's something you like. So, and it's, it's just kind of a palate cleanser to, Mm -hmm. to. it's, it's it's
0: very true i think if you need to disconnect sometimes you need something which is not going to necessarily should we say i mean it's good to enjoy you know obviously mm-hmm. high level quality stuff but at the same time i think if you like you were saying chris if you need to just unwind
3: Mm-hmm. you want
0: something that's a little bit more you know kind of chill case in point we usually whenever i finish uh, doing my radio show and i'm making my dinner i'm like so what am i going to watch now where we, you know while i'm having my dinner i d- i'm like oh i could watch this no it's going to be kind of too heavy going i'm watching mm-hmm. i'm re-watching for the nth time gilmore girls
3: oh hey there hey. you go
0: yeah, I mean, just, I love it. Yeah. It's it's so yep. it works because while I'm cooking, mm-hmm. I have it in the background, and I sit down, I eat, and while I'm eating, mm-hmm. I watch Gilmore Girls because just you can follow along with it. It's I guess you could almost as uh, as you know we we say sometimes on on Goldstand as well. It's, you could fold laundry to it, and you still enjoy it.
4: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's yep. one of those
0: things, you know. So so yep. I think it's you know fandoms are and just and those are.
4: things those things absolutely have a place, and it doesn't have to be you know award-winning, high-class drama, you know, you just, you need, I mean, I, you know, with, with Jared being an author, and he's got all these author friends, and kind of their circles at, with, with independent publishing, I mean, traditional publishing, they're like about the awards, and the bestsellers, and all this stuff, indie publishing, I've noticed, is they're about, you know, we want to entertain you, and you know, there's people that you know, maybe they're sitting in a hospital room or, you know, or a hospital waiting room when a loved one is going through surgery or or something or, you know, their 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 child is going through something or some some other there is a financial situation or some other big heavy thing. And it's like their purpose is, you know, maybe we're not the, the you know, the, the high class, whatever, but we want to, you know, kind of hold your hand through this entertain you get your mind off of this because mm-hmm. even just mm-hmm. for a little bit because sometimes mm-hmm. that's all you need and it's yep. not you know maybe it's not solving the problem it's not curing whatever's going on it is you know just giving you a break so you can get through the next thing mm-hmm. that you have to get through and that I feel like cool, yeah. that is just so like like I have been through so many things um, you know my my grandparents, you know, passed away last year. well, no, it's actually it's almost been two years. Holy cow. Um, and like watching my mom and her and her siblings go through all that stuff and like how oh, some of the things that she turned to with entertainment and you know spirituality and things like that. and like mm-hmm. just is such, so important to have mm-hmm. that outlet, even yep. just for mm-hmm. a little bit when you're going through that because when the heart because the hard stuff, you know, is gonna go away eventually. But it's like your your mental health, your emotional health, just mm-hmm. and I'm like I never want to belittle something, even though it's like, yeah, you know, like I said, like I like romance novels. Some people uh, dismiss them as trashy, and it's like, well, it's not, you know, it's 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 not the Odyssey, or it's not, you know. Yeah, I may not be winning
2: a Pulitzer, but it's you know. not, it's not, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, winning awards.
4: But I don't want it to. I want it no. to just be here to kind of be my comfort thing, um, yep. to help me. You know, if I'm going through know, having you know, had a hard day at work, maybe
3: mm-hmm.
4: you know today was not a good brain day for Alex. You know, had meltdown or something, or or whatever. I just you know, I I just I just want to you know read about a burly hero and Sally love interest. Mm-hmm. And I want to read a kissing book.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because yep. I mean, when my dad was going through his stuff before he passed away, I mean, I went to books, but then my comfort and brain break and relax and decompress was coming and talking with you, Sure, I didn't share everything that was going on, but that was my time to just be able to Breathe, relax, enjoy, mm-hmm. laugh when I when I needed it, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm so thankful that this has kept going, and we're still. It's just I look forward to this every Monday, and I've said this before on other podcasts. I you are my family, <laughs> I consider mm-hmm. you like sisters yeah. mm-hmm. that. You know, we're not related by blood, but it's just like, you are my family. You are my sisters.
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: You know. In some cases, sisters who have never met. (laughs) Exactly. Some of us sisters have met. Some of us haven't. Yes. I mean, to to quote Supernatural, sometimes your family isn't Mm -hmm. blood. It's the family that you've chosen to be Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. through the ups Mm -hmm. and through the downs, through the Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. and the bad. Amen. Because
4: sometimes, and I'm not, I'm not saying this about my immediate family or anything, but I have some extended family that I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll, 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 I'll take this this
1: family yep. over yeah. there, there's of, a yeah, reason i think there's i think everybody has that yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I i i did steal
2: it somewhat from from jody Whitaker's doctor but i mean there is a reason when i post stuff on social media that uh, a lot of times i would use the hashtag five ish fam yeah mm-hmm. because it's it's you guys and nick and, nick and, and Zan and, and charles and jesse <laughs> and, and yep And everyone else who's ever been on the show, you know, Lou, Becky, you know, even the people that we don't necessarily know that are downloading or listening to our show. You know, we see the down, well, you know, I see the download download numbers. numbers. And And you tell us about them. them. Yeah, I mean, we don't, at the end of the day, the numbers are just whatever but it, i mean it goes mm-hmm. to show that people are downloading and listening you know and we see the counts on youtube and, mm-hmm. and, and we obviously we get your feedback and stuff so it's like people are listening and you know whether we have met or whether we even know your name you are part of our family this is the mm-hmm. the five-ish mm-hmm. fam um and you know everybody is welcome to mm-hmm. to be part of it, you know, as long as even, you're even, you know.
4: even Jared is is sort of a yes. honorary member. He's mm-hmm. been on the episodes, he's done our DMs. Yeah. Chauncey's
2: been on yes. it a few yeah. times. Yep, oh, he'll yeah. be back eventually, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah.
4: So yeah. and Jared's like, you know, I'll watch the kids, and you go record. And, and it was funny today because you know Lottie had taken a nap, and she'd gotten up, and she wanted mommy. She wanted snuggles and. So when Jared goes to his his D and D group Saturday nights, he says he's going to go talk to his friends, and at Alex and Lottie get that. So like they go and they're and he's like you know playing until almost midnight. Well then he tells ta- so he's like telling mommy, mommy's going to talk to her friends. So it's like he does D and D and he does this and and then we do this and he's just very supportive and he's mm-hmm. like you you know as long as you you know still enjoy it, still love it, um and you you know i'll make sure that you can still do it and which i which i love and you guys have kind of brought him into the fold as well you know mm-hmm. to, to a certain point and it's just kind of like
2: support his it, books cool. when he, he yes. releases a new yes. one so. yes. yes
4: he is working on the next one Yikes! oh my gosh <laughs> so the stuff he's got in... uh <laughs> he's he is and i know this is going to be a little controversial so hopefully if people don't like this they won't like you know, I don't know. Uh, he's been getting, he got He got an account with Mid Journey, so he's been doing some AI art, because you know, just to kind of visualize the characters a bit more, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's been kind of hilarious, some of the results. Yes. But like, it's, it's basically like, he's been going through and making um, images of the characters, and he's actually gotten some really good ones uh, but it's like helping him visualize the next part of the book, or like what they're right. going to look like. Which or, I think
2: that's exactly you know. what that kind of thing is intended for. Chauncey's been yes, doing exactly. that. Chauncey will do that too while we're playing yeah. D anD. Uh-huh. He, he'll he'll and uh, yeah. he'll he'll be, you know, uh, our DM will you know be telling the story, and like you just you know you come across this, Non-player creature you know, looks like yeah. yeah. or you know uh, one of our characters does something. <laughs> You know, crazy or notable or whatever, mm-hmm. and Chauncey will be there with the with one of those AI art generators, and he'll just create yeah. something. And sometimes they're just ridiculous, but he'll post them in our mm-hmm. in our Discord, and mm-hmm. we just get a big old laugh out of it. Like, oh, yeah. that's crazy, and, and, or, you know. And
4: Jared, and, Jared, basically, it's a tool. Like, like if he didn't have mm-hmm. it, he wouldn't even bother. Like, he wouldn't commission an right. artist to do it. But it's like yeah. here, I, you know, I, I I can do this. I I do it, and so it's like I'm trying to remember why I like brought this up but anyway that's part of what he's been working on is is you know the the you know his his next book and and some of the stuff he's like I can he's like I can kind of map it out with with the with the AI art um and and like some of the stock photos that he's used for covers just aren't quite what he wants right um so it's so and it it works out really well and I mean, he has gotten some flack on on in certain places because he has posted some of it, and people like get all up in arms. And it's just kind of like, well, it's not like he's taking a job away from an artist because he wouldn't be commissioning an artist for this He's not making money Mm -hmm. off
2: of it, so no, no,
4: no, it is, and it is purely for his his use as a writer. And so it's Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, point is, he's working on the next book. Yay! He's gotten um. I-, I will tell you. There's a scene where they're in a bar with a bunch of Marines and some of his <laughs> writers' group. Uh, some of the, so and what some of his writers' group who some of them are are veterans, and mm-hmm. and he's like been consulting with them. Like, okay, so what would this scene look like? And some of them have volunteered to be characters in that scene. Guys. <laughs> oh, nice. So so he's been asking. Okay, well, what do you what do you want your character to wear? And there's like, you know, one guy in like a bomber jacket and you know, got tattoos or whatever. Then there's another lady who's in an <laughs> evening gown. And I'm like, and and they all are talking to each other about this back and forth. And it is just so
1: bonnie like, did jared say college. okay now i need you to enroll for initiative
4: yeah really <laughs> he might have done i don't know i don't know it's like you know. want to play D? this D&D? is how you start playing D&D. D&D. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I don't know the context of it you know Mor- morgan's in the bar with them because they're like uh-huh. just, you, know, you know just these random marines that she runs into <laughs> but i'm like okay where is this going yeah. he shows he shows me all these things and then he cackles like, like you know, the evil emperor. Just like,
1: all <laughs> so
4: there's, there's a teaser for you for the next book.
1: Ah-ha. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh.
4: And if anyone and anyone who hasn't read them, it's it, the first book's called The Long Black. Oh uh, yes,
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
4: So, I'm, I'm and it's on Kindle Unlimited. I'm not just saying this because it's my husband and uh, it's a source of income for us. <laughs> but they are genuinely good.
1: Yes, so they go are. Ahead. I've mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed them. Yes. Oh. Anyway,
4: that was a tangent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, <no. laughs> I, I will, though, also add, I am incredibly grateful that the Five-ish Fangles podcast exists because... I would never have met any of you had you guys not done this, you know,
3: mm-hmm. you know
0: Rachel would not be a part of Goldstand, heck, Goldstand might not even have existed, you know, if uh, if you know I hadn't come across you guys, you know, and then you got, you know, we've had you as guests. Well, it's like the- I
2: I only found you through Holly, who I think found you through Charles,
3: right? Correct.
2: Yeah. Yep. Correct. Charles and, is kind of the
0: granddaddy of them all at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah. Charles,
2: it's either Charles, yeah. for a lot of people that are like in my circle, it's either Charles or Rob Southgate, one, mm-hmm. one or the yeah. other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's the
4: grand poobah. But, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> Carl actually, from
2: PopCon. So, yeah.
0: Because yeah. <laughs> I learned to the Five Ish Fangirls through Holly because um, I believe. I, I'm trying to recall, Holly, where either you and I were both on the same episode of Next Stop Everywhere or something that's like Very
1: possible. Yeah.
0: I think that's where I met you and we kind of connected mm-hmm. and all. And you, you know, when we got to the the, the plug section, you talked about the Five Ish Fangirls. And that's when I obviously disco- discovered it, was listening to you guys and such. And, uh, you know, that's, and then everything else spiraled off into that. But uh, also to echo your point, Holly, about uh, <clears throat> the fact of it being a family and being excited about, you know sitting down to record an episode I I, you know as a as a fellow podcaster I'm exactly the same way especially when it comes to gold standard because happiness and darkness is kind of you know now I have a co-host but for the longest time it was me having rotating guest co-hosts so it's kind of my Mm -hmm. deal so like I was enjoying it but it's not the same kind of thing of hanging out with regular co-hosts if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, and and since Gold Standard started, it's for me. It's literally Hanukkah every two weeks because I'm so happy. I mean, I and I tell Rachel and Zan this constantly ad nauseum. I'm sure how much I love podcasts and how much I look forward to it because it's like, yay! This this particular Thursday, I get to talk to Zan and Rachel again. And. And it becomes a part of your routine and yeah, it very much becomes part of your extended, your extended family. And I think that's I think that is the what one should take away from the podcasting experience. I mean, I know a lot mm. of people are like, you know, I want to make the bit, I want to be the next Joe Rogan, or I want to do this and want to do that, etc. But I think at the end of the day, if the fun factor isn't there, then what is the point? I mean, if you're like, mm, oh, yeah. we're doing this as a business, as a want to run it as a business and try and make, you know money from it and and all this kind of thing and make a name for you know ourselves or what have you yeah i mean that is a great thing but i think at the end of the day is if you're not having fun and you're not you know clicking with your co-hosts what's the mm-hmm. point you know, i mean you guys yeah. have been doing it for eight years now i believe which tells you I eight think, and a half <laughs> eight and a half there you go so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know going on it's nine years
3: you
0: know going on nine years here and i think that tells you that is very much about the connections that you guys made when you first started and Mm -hmm. so and that's why obviously it's it's continued i mean Mm -hmm. that's the way i feel when it comes to especially when it comes to gold standard because it's uh you know it started you know as as a trio and it's carrying on as a trio and obviously you know i definitely don't want it to stop i believe at one point rachel actually wrote in our little group we have on facebook saying what are we gonna do when 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 we run out of best picture winners? And uh, it's like, is that's gonna be it? Are we gonna just say our goodbyes and it was fun while it lasted? I'm like, hell no, we're gonna carry on because- oh, No
2: brainstorming ways to make it continue. Exactly. <laughs>
0: and, then, and, and then I believe, Rachel, you came up with like 25 different Excel pages or what have yeah. you. I like, <laughs> figured, figured a way to make this podcast carry on. I'm like, fantastic.
2: Yeah. Yes. Like we can, know, this, you know, it's, we can do this, we could
4: do this. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I whenever whenever I uh so it's like at the end of Resurrection of the Daleks, um, which is, you know, the the, the episode where or the, the Doctor Who story where Tegan leaves and mm-hmm. you know, and that's a pretty brutal story, but but I always think of her telling the doctor that this isn't fun anymore and like her, her aunt says, um you know, if you, if it stops being fun, you give it up. And so like, anytime I'm like having a hard time with, you know, maybe it's a scheduling or like what, you know, whatever it is, I just kind of think, you know, am I still having fun? Am I still enjoying this? And, and, and that's with anything, not just podcasting. It's, it's with a lot of things. And it's, you know, if, if I stop having fun doing something, um, I, I, I quit, I don't do it anymore. And so, the fact that we are still going after almost nine years, which is crazy to think about, mm-hmm. is just a testament to we work really well together. We click, and we're having fun. So let's mm-hmm. keep having fun.
0: That's or, exactly yes. it. Yeah, because yeah, yep. life is too life is too short. If you're not having oh, yeah. fun, yeah. then there's no point.
4: Yeah, yeah. I am. I, I. I mean, I. I had that push in, like you know, when I was in high school and college, and like, oh, I just want to take on the world and be the best ever and. And everyone's gonna know my name, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? That notoriety is overrated. Mm-hmm.
3: Just,
4: you know, I I don't have the the patience. I don't have the energy. I don't have the brain function or well, brain capacity, we'll say, to to be one of those high powered, high stakes go getters. Like I'm just I'm just having a good time. That's mm-hmm. all. And if other people want to come along for the ride, <laughs> yes. If other people want to come along for the ride, well, let's just let's have a good time together. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
4: and lots yep. of people have. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's all. Yep. And we want to continue that too. Well, yeah. Um, kind of looking into the the future. I know I've, I think I've teased uh, every now and then, and I know some. You know, you guys know about it because you're part of it, mm-hmm. and there's some other mm-hmm. people that know about it um but we are actively working on kind of expanding the five ish fam universe uh (laughs) (laughs) watch out dc here we come uh no um (laughs) so uh yeah (laughs) earlier in earlier in the year um We went through the process of, uh, you know, crossing all the the, the T's and dotting all the I's um, Mm -hmm. and uh, essentially incorporating the the Five-ish Fangirls, but not as a money-making venture, but as a non-profit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you go to our website, uh, the front landing page, you will see the podcast, but then there's also what we're calling fangirls give back um yep. and that is uh you know something that we're really going to work in and push towards growing uh yep. going into to 2023 it's been a lot of back-end <laughs> stuff and not just yep. getting you know getting the paperwork set and then you know redoing the website and doing some research and gathering mm-hmm. other people into into our circle to bounce ideas off of and get information from um and i've got stuff that i'm hopefully going to work on knock on wood over the (laughs) holiday break (laughs) (laughs) life and you know everything permitting who knows um so uh but the the i guess the the cliff notes is that the Fangirls Give Back is our initiative to find ways to help grow and support fellow fangirls out there <laughs> that uh, are pursuing creative endeavors. Um, you know, whether they are artists or authors, or you know, they make some sort of crafty something or other, or they're a cosplayer, or they're a podcaster themselves. You know, if you're a a, a fangirl and you're a, a creative person who's, you know, trying to use your creativity as an outlet for your nerdiness, we want to help you, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether that's find ways to, you know, your experience in gatekeeping in your particular medium or whatever, or you know with some uh some of the people i have talked to maybe finding ways to get you legal help you know mm-hmm. because you know you don't want to get somebody signed into a really bad contract with like a, a right. publisher or something
1: exactly
2: uh, or even something simple like or something as as connecting you know you're an author you know somebody you know yeah uh, you know, jared unfortunately he's a boy uh so he doesn't <laughs> count but you know you, but you he know, does
4: he-, he does have I, I can tell you his his sources and the things he uses. Yeah. And actually, it's um actually is a woman run um website's called Mad Genius Club. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that one yeah. that, that is that is his uh, one of his his greatest resources. So anyone yeah. who's looking looking to do indie publishing and does and needs like the the nitty gritty explained to them, Google Mad Genius Club. Their blog's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. So there's a plug for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Or you find, you know, you find yourself wanting, you know, uh, a piece of art for a book cover that's something besides just a stock image, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to commission an artist to do it. We, you know, uh, that's one of the things that I'm slowly working on trying to figure out how to do because it's outside of my purview, but I'm going to give it the old college try is to Mm -hmm. figure out how to make some sort of database. Right, so that you know people can find creators for whatever it is they need. You know, whether you need a logo made or a cover or something or a fanish whatever pages, if it, it as it
4: works. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, fa- yeah, fangirl creative yellow pages, <laughs>
4: which to those who of, of are here, in though. the younger generation, generation. yes. <laughs> that
3: was that was a great big book with
4: lots
2: Uh of pages and they were yeah you remember in the terminator how the how the terminator and kyle reese (laughs) go looking for sarah connor and they find all the connor sarah's in this big book but the pages are white there was a version of that but the pages were yellow and instead of people it was businesses
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, or if you haven't seen Terminator, the first Back to the Future, Marty goes back to the fifties and he's trying to oh, find yes. Doc around. Yeah, there's a there is a, a white pages phone yeah. book in that in that phone booth again. So the yellow white version pages, was for business. Yeah, yellow version <laughs> was for business it was like a way for yeah. advertising. Yeah. I feel like such an old lady. Yeah,
3: <laughs> but
4: I can also couch it in I'm teaching history because that was one yeah. of my. Yeah. that was one of, one of my interests in college i wanted i, I potentially could have been a history teacher but yep. uh alas it was not to be but i still love i still love learning about history so yeah there
2: eh, you know, librarian there's some there's some venn diagram overlap there
4: that's mm-hmm. why i became a librarian because it, it it just kind of encompassed most of my interests basically. Mm-hmm. a little bit of everything
2: so a little bit of everything so,
4: and i love so, to read stories Yeah. little kids.
2: Yep so that's that's what we've been working on for since yay, summer-ish and until now is a lot of back end stuff on that but hopefully we'll start doing some more forward-facing things you know the convention season will start up again i have ideas for panels um nice. that are that are relevant uh so um hopefully when the we get out of winter, and we all emerge mm-hmm. from our 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 Sometimes. hibernation. <laughs> we could uh, start doing we could start doing things that both online and in person, so mm-hmm. um, so so
4: so i have to I have to tell you this so alex he he take he gets he, the bus takes him to school and brings him home. I got home in time to get him off the bus at four o'clock my time. The sun was already setting.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: I'm like, oh. Well baby. thankfully so-
2: the solstice is in a couple days. Yeah. So true. we'll start also, we live, we'll start we swing really- in the other direction.
4: <laughs> yeah. We live really close to the to the mountains on the west side. So that means we do get, get the uh sunset a little earlier than the rest of the valley. But even so I was like I am standing out there waiting for the bus to come, I'm like, the sun is setting. Mm-hmm. It's only four. I don't like mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so
2: but uh yeah so if any of our our listeners out there either know or are interested in maybe getting involved uh or know someone who might be interested in getting involved in some cases it's been names that have been given to me from talking to other people uh or resources that i should we could look into that maybe we can add to our ever-growing list our of, of our directory mm-hmm. or yellow pages <laughs> uh yeah you know, please please send us an email it's just same email address for everything so yes um yeah, yeah. but if you if you want more information a list a little bit of information on the website again working on stuff on the back end uh, the, like i can record and edit and upload this podcast with my eyes closed and one hand tied behind my back i am not a programmer by any means (laughs) so i can edit audio and video till the cows come home but don't ask me to program anything because that is so not my wheelhouse so that's it's a learning curve for me trying to learn stuff that i don't already know that is going to be necessary to do some of this stuff so if somebody's like oh they they you know launched the website months ago why have they done anything it's because i don't know what i'm doing i'm not a programmer you don't want to add
1: something and then have something go bye-bye yeah i like you know squarespace was good enough to get me
2: to where the website is now Mm -hmm. hashtag not a sponsor but hey squarespace if you'd like to sponsor us totally would be down for that again send us an email uh (laughs) but but yeah be beyond just the kind of the plug and play and little bit of coding that squarespace lets you do beyond that is beyond what squarespace can build so i'm having to to do that stuff on the on the back Well, we'll get there we'll get there we yes. will get there it's there. not that it it's not that it won't it's just slow so it's not it's not if it's when like a lot yep. of lot mm-hmm. of things like, yep. like
4: anything it's worth doing well mm-hmm. yes so. anyway well how are we feeling has says episode 400 been all that you dreamed of <laughs> I, I think for see. not knowing what we were
2: doing, what we were going to, yes. how it was going to go when we started, I think we've done pretty good.
3: Yes. <laughs> All right.
2: All right.
4: Awesome. And, awesome and, and again, thanks, thanks to Shalane for giving us some some talking points to get into in, in the early stages of the podcast because that, that yep. got us going. So, yay, Shalane, yes. you are indeed our number one fan because. Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. That, that got us through like what, the first 40 minutes or so?
2: yeah something like that <laughs> something
4: like that I, I was checking the time really, 20
2: minute thing. tangents and we're only on point two of her six two points six. in her yes. email
4: <laughs> that's how we roll yes we are,
3: yeah. Yeah. So, tan- yeah
2: tangents they're in the tagline and in our blood
3: yes
4: yeah, well if we didn't
1: uh, tangent in an episode there'd be something something would side. be wrong
4: <laughs> Yeah. That would be that would be that would be a signal to people like we're being held hostage, come help us.
2: Yeah,
4: (laughs) really. (laughs) Well, if any of our listeners want to send us bullet points to for us to tangent on for 20, 30, 40 minutes, uh, you know, getting away from our main topic. Or if you need to send us information about fangirls, give back, or I want to send an inquiry, any of that stuff, or you know, send us sponsorships squarespace i'm looking at you mm-hmm. <laughs> our email address raycon the-
2: you know we were talking about we were talking about equipment
4: you know, <laughs> these are raycons they're yep. wonderful i love that's them. What I, that's what I I, them that's what that's what i'm
2: wearing now but that's what i use for my everyday at the gym and stuff is
4: raycons yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm wearing raycons too not a sponsor but i'm open to it anyway yep. send us a line at uh, at, fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is the5ishfangirls.com. And that's sort of our hub where all the links to all of our social media, Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, ways to support the, the, the podcast, and other information can be found. And uh, yeah, so, and then, you know, if you go to Facebook or YouTube or Instagram and leave comments, we tweet that as, fe- as a feedback as well. So we'll read that out. Um, and yeah, so, you know, as always, it's 400 episodes. Thank you for listening from the mm. bottom of all of our little fangirl hearts. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Because, yeah, thank you. You know, yes. yeah, we get on here and, and and waffle on about whatever it is, but the fact that you guys are out there listening and supporting and sending feedback and whatever else is amazing. You're fantastic. And of course, a big thank you to our good buddy, DJ Nick, yes
0: nick.
4: <laughs> yes my He's pleasure thank here. you thank
0: Thank you for allowing me to gate crash officially I appreciate or, it. or his cousin jana
2: calls him nicky <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. you're gonna do that one again are you okay.
2: <laughs> but yeah i
0: appreciate it. it makes it makes me it doesn't make me feel 40 anymore so i appreciate that and, no, you, uh... and
2: you can you can find nick we have a uh you know a, a friends of the show page on our website and nick's mm-hmm. shows are multiple Links in there. Yeah. So, oh, cheers! You. I appreciate so it, it. I'll, I think I'm missing uh, missing a few. I need, need to get Legion. some graphics from you.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. No, but I mean, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this 400th episode. Here's to a hundred more, definitely. And you know, you you just Oish. keep up the great work keep up the great work you're doing because you're doing a fantastic job and I uh you know yeah. obviously coming from uh you know a dude at this point but I'm sure that you know it means a lot but a fervent feminist I will say um it makes me very happy that you guys are doing so much for you know the the, the fangirls out there so so kudos to you for doing that and you know just just keep doing the the amazing job you you're doing and of course Rachel I'll, I will be talking to you in a couple of days but you know the rest of you of course uh, I want to wish you all very very happy holidays have a you good Great well. end to your, thank mm. you have a great end to your 2022 and a great start to your 2023 thank yep. you. you yeah
4: this, this, oh, thank you, this, thank this,
2: you for the, all your support yeah no, it's the, a pleasure the way the way that the calendar has fallen this 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 year this is going to be our last show for 2022 so yeah. we are going to be taking yeah. next week off so that people can spend time with their families for whatever celebrations christmas hanukkah just started mazel uh thank you (laughs) thank you very much we've got the winter solstice coming up kwanzaa fit starts on boxing boxing day so uh we're just gonna party it up
4: whatever it is you do
2: yeah we're gonna we're gonna take some time to probably eat too much and stay up too late and Watch way too many movies. I'm very looking forward to my annual double feature of Die Hard and the Muppet Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve coming up this, <laughs> this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 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 yeah. to,
4: quote, to quote one great uh, cri- Christmas movie character, "I'm I'm eating junk and watching rubbish. You better come stop me."
2: Exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's yeah. going to be me Saturday night. <laughs> uh-huh. As, as santa starts making his rounds around the world so yes. um, okay. but well, uh, you know we'll, we'll still we'll put we'll still be posting on the social media so make sure you're following us you know we'll as we i'm sure get geeky related christmas gifts we'll make sure to post uh photos yeah. and stuff like look at the doctor who or whatever related stuff that i'm sure we'll get uh in our stockings or oh, or whatever so I,
4: i was we'll buying, sure I was buying uh, stocking stuffers for, stocking stuffers for the littles today and i got some fun little geeky things for
3: them. Ooh, <laughs> Aww, <laughs> i can't them. wait
4: to but see it is it is so fun as much as as fun as, as as christmas and the holidays are you know when you're growing up and stuff it is so much fun to see it with with your kids they mm-hmm.
2: have been or just, okay. or just other, you know, other, other, yeah. other people. I mean, you guys, are, yeah. you guys will be getting uh, this year's Christmas card uh, in the mail shortly. The Chauncey put those out over the weekend, I think. Uh okay. it has we'll definitely has some that. some geeky uh, pictures, and then Nick Ooh, got nice. a very. <laughs> Nick got a very geeky Hanukkah present uh, Indeed slash I did. birthday present. So. <laughs> I was so,
0: I was over the moon. I'm like, yay, now there's something I can literally, you know, enjoy and just, oh man, it was, it was fantastic. You, you made yep. my day yes, without Can you, can Thank you so tell much.
4: us or is it a secret?
0: Oh, I mean, I, I can't, I, you know what? I will actually show you. Just give me one. Ooh, second. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay. I was like,
4: are,
3: Ooh, you,
2: yes.
4: are you saving the, the surprise for something?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy finding places that ship to italy oh, first sure off yeah that, oh. that aren't amazon uh so it is. Can you
3: there.
4: See it? oh it's Ooh. like where's waldo but
2: for doctor who
0: nice no.
4: exactly
0: this was a, a lovely hanukkah present from rachel and rachel thank you again so much for this i it it made my day i was i was yep. smiling from ear to ear because when my, oh, my uh, when my por- when the my the, the porter you know buzzed me saying there's a package for you i'm like yeah it's here it's <laughs> <So laughs> off i rushed and went to get it and uh, and yeah it was just it was just smiles all around so so cheers for that rachel uh, really really appreciate it yeah
3: okay,
2: so well. we wish everyone whatever you celebrate a very safe rest of the year mm-hmm. uh, and we will yes. catch you all in 2023 with episode 401 yes <laughs> Well, with that, we are going to sign off for this week and this year.
1: This is Brittany Buster saying good night and have happy, happy holidays and happy new year, everyone. This
4: is Chrissy saying good night from Salt Lake City and happy everything.
1: This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. Have a happy holiday and a very happy new year. Stay safe, everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. This is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Have a good rest of the year. However, you celebrate, stay safe, stay warm, <laughs> at least in this hemisphere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and we will catch you all in 2023. And remember, Uh, speaking of safety, light the lamp, not the rat. (laughs) You have been listening to the five ish fangirls podcast. you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official fiveish fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at FiveishFangirls@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You could also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveish fangirls.